party started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. Yeah, do you remember playing with Mercury? I never did. Oh. Yeah, that'd be you weird. You got to handle it? it? We didn't have it in our hand, but you, like, swish it around in a dish. Never done it. Oh Actually, I probably have touched Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You forgot about it because of the Mercury. <laughs> I <Yeah>. think so, yeah. <laughs> Mars. This story here says, hey, guys, I met my ex on Chartroulette. What? I think it's Chartroulette. <laughs> oh! Oh, the way. Marzi's really fancying it up. Ooh la la. Ginge. I wonder if you could make Crash's childhood into a horror movie. Oh, oh. I'm sure you yeah. could. Yeah, okay. You All ever right. seen The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. They did it. <laughs> Producer Haley. Yeah. Nap and Haley's the best, Haley. Yeah. I, You're yeah, welcome. I agree. Thank I you. I do Haley. this for you. Thank you, and we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you. The Now family. Uh, your dog snuck a little bit of poop inside the house, eh? Yes, we came home from work, and you can smell something was not good in the house. Oh. And it's like a diarrhea trail in that room. Oh, God. I would just close off that door, drywall over it, and leave it. (laughs) I am never looking at this room again. It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Happy Monday. The sun is coming up. Yeah. Feeling good. Everyone's awake. Yeah. I'm feeling awesome. <laughs> On a Monday. Yeah. 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 Yay. yeah. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I know you did. I know. I actually uh, don't feel all that bad. Yeah. I've got a, uh, a little bit of a sunburn from yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Sitting outside. It's a pretty uh, gorgeous weekend. A little breezy, but uh, gorgeous nonetheless. Yeah. God, it was hot yesterday. Right? It's going to be hot again today, yeah, yeah. too. Mars' uh, back got roasted. Well, oh. I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing like a bathing suit with a pair of like palazzo pants over top. string bikini. Nice. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I walked around in my string bikini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bikini Yeah, yeah. Right? Did some gardening. No bigs. I did do some gardening. But, um, but I didn't put... Um, well, the neighbors came out. Like a <laughs> like a dummy. I'm here to check on your uh, your flowers. I didn't put any. Uh, I didn't put. I didn't reapply my sunscreen. So oh, that's not smart. Yeah, I know. Mm. I hid in the shade all week. Did you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I like. I, I think the back of my arms are a little burnt. My back oh, yeah. is a little burnt. Mm. Yeah. We took a, the dogs for a walk yesterday morning. Like yeah. it was like before it even got hot, and I was like, <gasps> like this is enough. We're staying in the shade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even the morning got pretty warm. Yeah, the morning yeah. got warm pretty quick. I was like, this is enough of this. So oh, we, yeah. I went and hid in the air conditioning. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> beauty. What did we get up to this weekend? Oh, you built a bar? Yeah, I uh, finished a, another part of my bar. On Saturday I, morning? I saw that. Yeah, I redesigned yeah. Uh, the whole bar area. This bar has been like uh, eight years in the works. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has and been. And then uh, one part of it is uh, complete-ish. And then uh, <laughs> the, the cocktail part of the bar. Uh, that one is uh, almost complete. I got some LED lights to do. And then I actually need to stock it with liquor. What do you... And I'm trying to figure out, what do you put in a bar? Uh... Uh, Booze? Basics? Yeah, but then you need all you need the, like fixins if you're gonna start making cocktails, right? Well, usually you need all the other stuff like bitters. We don't. Drink I feel like I need bitters. Liquor. Well, no, because we don't have the setup, but now yeah. we do. Because my parents <laughs> had a bar growing up, yeah, and they stocked it with like your basics, like your your gin, your vodka, your rum, yeah, all the essentials, yeah, and then like some mix. But when they would host parties, people would bring like fancy liqueurs to make drinks and they would just leave it there at their house for them. Oh, that's nice. That's and that's nice. how they stock their bar. That's nice. So I got to throw a party now. You got to throw multiple parties. I know. I noticed you mm. put um, a bottle of bourbon that you found yep. on, the, uh, on the, the new glass shelving. The bourbon looks great on there. Do you know how old that bourbon is? Well, it doesn't matter. 
It's probably like five, six years it's old. It's eight years old. Oh eight God. years old. I think it's okay. I don't know if it. I don't, I don't I, think it is. I, I would imagine it's fine. Does it how not long? get better? Is yeah, that not right. How it works? Yeah. How long does hard liquor last? Yeah, I feel like uh, because people aren't just like chugging those. That will sit on someone's shelf for years. Open, opened hard liquor. Yeah, lasts about two years before it goes bad. What? Yeah, that. So if you come over to our house, don't drink the bourbon. Is it open though? Yeah, because oh, my brother. It? Yeah, it's open. Yeah. So your brother took one shot out of it and yeah. ruined this big no, bottle of like, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking at it. There's probably two. It's probably two inches down. Oh. So yeah, it's uh. Well, it looks good on there right it now. It looks good, but yeah. I wouldn't. Don't open it. I or like to drink. Open it if you want, well, but don't yeah, drink it. I'm not a bourbon guy. Yeah, yeah I, we're I, not hard liquor yeah. people. So now I gotta buy. I gotta buy some glassware to uh, mix some cocktails. Right. Uh, I think I need a new mixer set. Like this no, shaker. we've got a mixer set. No, but a nicer one that'll look nice on the bar. Uh, you guys, too, because I posted a picture on uh, Insta, Crash Mars, all one word if you want to see it. And a lot of you sent me pictures of your home bars and yeah, little cocktail bars. Yeah, that was awesome. Bars. Yeah, you guys have some pretty good setups. Yeah. You guys got some really nice looking bars. You got a bar at your place yet, Haley? No, not yet. We're going to put one in the basement, though. Nice. We've got a little nook. Yeah. Like when you go down our stairs, and you t- it'll turn you right into the basement, and then there's like kind of a little bit of a jut out, mm-hmm. and it would be the perfect spot for a bar. Nice. Cool. Get it done. Yeah, we've got to do a little bit of work in the basement. We just have no money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pricey. We are waiting. That's why this bar is eight years in the works. Yeah, I'm, I'm low-key waiting, because sometimes you'll see on like market place yeah uh, people will have the bars that they've taken out of their homes oh yeah 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 and i want to wait for one yeah that's super cheap and i'm gonna put it in my house do you want to get like a like a 70s one i want one where you can walk behind it and yeah. there's like shelving oh yeah 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 like i want the whole like i want to be able to mix drinks behind it and yeah we've got a little sign that says bar that mm. i'm gonna put lights in and yeah it's gonna be so much fun oh yeah it's cute i know yeah. I, I had anticipated that because i built the bar that you can walk behind and i'm like oh think of like all the drinks that are going to be mixed yeah i don't think i've ever dr- mixed one like good cocktail behind there <laughs> no, I, the I've, most i've, I've done is like, gin and tonic yeah i poured gins i've poured some vodka yeah. but i've never mixed a cocktail and that's why i'm like you know what i need a cocktail bar area <laughs> that's when i'm gonna start mixing cocktails you're never gonna mix a cocktail <laughs> i think i will i don't think you will I yeah, yeah. you're going to buddy I, I, no I, I just need the proper glass bar because you gotta you can't just mix a, a cocktail and throw it in just a regular glass it's gotta look good right I, I, yeah mm-hmm. sure and like we love cocktails Right. Yeah, so why look, wouldn't why wouldn't we mix them at home? Because I just I think that when it comes Take to time to perfect a beautiful drink. Because I think when it comes to <laughs> like Saturday night, yeah, you're like like drinking. Uh huh. You're not gonna stand behind the bar and mix cocktails all night. You're gonna crack a Coors Light mm-hmm. or no Coors? What do you drink? Original Coors Original. Uh huh. And you're gonna go sit on the couch. But I think it's gonna be a Coors original. You might start off the night with mixing a cocktail or two. Yeah. And then you walk around or sit on the couch and be fancy. And then you get trashy with some wine or Coors, right? Right. You, it's not but you happen. start off fancy. Mm. <laughs> what kind of cocktail would you like? <laughs> would you like to make? Oh, what do you want? Like espresso martini? Oh, no, I don't want an espresso. Right? Too you, sweet. Yeah, then we have dinner. Go downstairs to the cocktail bar. <laughs> I whip up a espresso martini. <laughs> Okay. And I pour it in, put uh-huh. a couple of coffee beans on there, and then you're good to go, right? That would be good. Okay, now you've piqued my attention. And that's not hard to make. You have an espresso machine? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm coming over to your house. We got an espresso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, I love your, I love your like 
vigor about like becoming a bartender at home. I think I can. But it's one of those things that's never going to happen. Put up a neon cocktails light. (laughs) (laughs) This text text here, 56789, says, Hi, my name is Anna. I own Rhubarb Cafe and Cocktails, which is an actual cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. I am laughing at your conversation because as someone who owns a cocktail bar, I've never mixed a cocktail at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I know, Anna, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, I like his like verb. I like the... I like the excitement about it. Oh, you just wait. I'm going to, I I think it's all in the glassware first. <laughs> so I'm going to get it on the shelf. Okay. It'll look good. And I'll buy the, the liquor, the liqueurs and stuff that sure, I need. That you need. Yeah. And then uh, I'll mix some cocktails. I don't want a lot of liqueurs. I don't like a creamy cocktail. Yeah. <sighs> like, a, but an espresso martini that has Kahlua. I don't it. want espresso martinis. You don't want an espresso martini? Too sweet. What? Oh, the espresso martinis are good. Oh, it's like, like, oh, it's too, way too sweet. Well, you're not chugging them all night. That's an after dinner drink. Uh, mm. You have one to just like uh, finish off your dinner. It's a dessert. I'd oh. rather have cake. What? Really? Oh yeah. My God. If I have to choose Ugh. one sweet, I'd rather eat it than drink it. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe this cocktail bar was a bad idea. Well, no, you can make you can make cocktails that aren't sweet. Mm, no, I'm not this coming over. Sweet, this is a sweet bar. Yeah, I'm not coming over unless they're sweet drinks. <laughs> this is the creamy sweet yeah, drinks. This, yeah, that's my sign. Creamy sweet bar. <laughs> I got a nice sign and put it in the window. The neighbors will know. What is the uh, what is the grossest cream liqueur you guys have had? Uh, Cause there's like there's like some just a drink. What's yeah, that? Baja Rosa. Baja Rosa. Ugh. That's gross. That's that's um Ugh. black licorice, right? I, no, it? It? I thought it was like a rose it's, tequila. It's tequila. Oh, it's oh. not good. Yeah. I always I hate it, and I always overdo it with rum chata. I love rum chata. <laughs> rum, ch- rum chata is oh. on the list of the worst cream liqueurs in the world. And I, I, I oh. don't like it yet. I don't I, like it. It's too sweet. I oh. do it up every time. It gets passed around at Christmas. Oh. Uh, yeah, it always yeah. comes out at Christmas. I love yeah. rum chata. Christmas, New Year's. Oh, <laughs> rum see, chata. What else is on this list? I've never tried this one. Um, Advocat. Oh, which is cat. Have you had it? Yeah, I've had it in a drink before. It's okay. It's funny because it's eggnog. Yeah, I know. You hate eggnog. It was lightly mixed into a drink. Ooh. Yeah. It looks like a bottle of mustard. Yeah. My, yeah. My sister in law <laughs> likes to make mixed drinks. So she had that at one point. It was mixing drinks. I don't know what she was making. Oh, yeah, traditional Dutch alcoholic beverage made from eggs, sugar, and brandy. Yeah, I had no idea there was eggs in it. <laughs> that, that ruins it for you now. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I don't think I need to stock up on Advocat. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Lynette, Lynette makes a good point. Creme de mint. Creme de mint. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty... You gotta mix that, right? You don't... Yeah, that's hard. You don't shoot that or anything, right? Yeah. Oh. It's good in hot chocolate. Is it? Oh, I guess because it would taste like an after eight. Yeah, you throw a shot good. there or mm-hmm. two, <laughs> <laughs> a couple shots. <laughs> you know, depending on how you want your night to go. <laughs> yeah. By the way, on the app, Lynette posted a picture of their bar at home. Let me see it. That looks awesome. That oh, looks like that looks a cool. good time. Oh, that's cool. Haley, a little inspo for you. Whoa! <laughs> I don't have that much space. Oh. <laughs> you can do a <laughs> yeah. scaled down version of I that. Could, I could maybe do, instead of having a behind the wall, I could do the arch and do like fake bricks on the wall. Oh, make okay. it look like an arch. All right, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This Mine's one, yeah, this cool. is a walk behind, serve it up kind of bar. I like the the sign at the top. 
Can I get a hell yeah? yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> That's so cute. By the way, if you don't have the app, download it so you can see Lynette's bar at home. I love I, it. I love it when people post pictures of their houses, like what's inside. <sighs> I love it. for it. Oh, yeah. I love seeing the inside of other people's houses. Me too. Right? That's the whole point of social media. I know. Get posting, guys. (laughs) Someone said, Crash, you need copper mugs to make Moscow mules. I was looking at those. I don't mind a Moscow mule. See, that's not too sweet. Moscow mules are so good. I like the, uh, we do a Christmas version of them where we'll add a splash of crayon. We call them Moscow reindeers. Mm. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) A Moscow reindeer. Yeah, Yeah, that's super good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Delicious. Hmm. Well, enjoy your bars, guys. What yeah. are you doing over there, well, I'm just posting a picture of uh, oh, the bar you, that I whipped up. Worked, yeah, there you it's, go. it's massively lacking in liquor. <laughs> yeah, there's no, we don't have any liquor. <laughs> I got a couple bottles and yeah. a couple glasses. <laughs> yes, yeah, you just built the place and you are not open for business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Not we're, not, we're not ready for uh, people yet. You're still hunting down wait staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you go over to the left a little bit of that photo, there is a full wine rack. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that's a, yeah. that looks a little better. Yeah, there's but. floor-to-ceiling booze on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta hang my wine rack. Yeah. When we did our wedding wine, we bought one of those because they, that's the place we were at. It was like a wine cellar, whatever. Mm. And they were getting rid of some old wine racks. Yeah. So we got one that holds 60 bottles. Hey. Now we just need to fill it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right now it's super empty. You gotta get on that homemade wine. I fill know. Her up. I know because we did uh, wine bottling last week. Those mm. are still in the boxes. I haven't put those on the shelf yet. Right. Got to fill that rack. Fill it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that bar going and throw a party so I can stock the bar too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring you some Advocat. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, do some news here. Um, as I mentioned, uh, it was a gorgeous weekend. A little breezy, but gorgeous. Today, even hotter. Yeah, it's going to be warm. Oh, my God. Uh, going to be lots of sunshine. 28 for the high. Going to feel even hotter with the humidity. Tomorrow, 29, 25 oh, Wednesday, God. 29 Thursday. Beauty of a week. Yeah, gorgeous week. And then Friday, things kind of cool off into the weekend. There you go. Uh, traffic is looking good this morning. Grote Road is open if you need to use that. So right on. If you do see anything in traffic, though, give us a shout. Or if you want to join the conversation this morning, uh, call or text 780-489-4669. Or you can text us if you like at 56789. Gingy's off this week. He is on holidays. Let's get to some news for you guys. It is Monday, August the 14th. And I do want to start with this. Um, guess what we're doing all week, guys, is the back to school week. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, it right. kicks off today, which is awesome. Uh, we've teamed up with Kingsway uh, Mall to give a gift card, $500 gift card towards back to school shopping. So how do you guys win? All you have to do is join the conversation. Call us 780-489-4669. Text us at 56789 and you are automatically entered to win. The alarm can go off at any time today. Mm. So it can go off in the next 10 minutes. It can go off in another hour. It can go off in six hours, but it doesn't matter if you've joined our conversations or texted or called us this morning. You're automatically entered to win throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's nice. that easy. Yeah, so yeah. just join the conversation. Everyone who has joined already, you're in. You're in. You're mm-hmm. done. Easy peasy. You're Sweet. in. Somebody could be calling you later on today to tell you you have $500 to Kingsway Mall. So back to school week, 500 bucks to Kingsway Mall. The alarm can go off at any time. Just join the conversation to automatically be entered to win. Let's do the news.
It is Monday, August the 14th. All right, this is kind of cool. Uh, for those of you who are golfers, well, this is the week to leave work and go golfing. And if you're looking to golf at one of the best courses in Canada, um, well, we've got one right nearby. Score Golf has released its 2023 best public courses in Canada and Northern Bear Golf Course um, over in the Short Park area. Uh, made the list this year. Oh, really? So that's uh, pretty cool. Oh, sweet. The course is being touted as built on Jack Nicklaus's legendary tradition of designing prestigious and spectacular courses, and they say that everybody must get out there and play it at some point. Wow. Northern Bear Golf. So there you go. Stunning clubhouse. And wasn't it awesome? I looked at the pictures last yeah, night. I'll post a picture on the app. Wow. Yeah. Now, that? obviously, other spots in Alberta that made top golf courses include the obvious ones. Fairmont Jasper Park, Fairmont Banff Springs, Stewart Creek in Canmore, like all the mountain stuff, right? Mount Kidd, Kananaskis, and Mount Lorette at Kananaskis as well. So... There you go. Hmm. By the way, if you're looking for the number one spot, if you're a golfer to go golfing in Canada, the Cabot Cliffs in Inverness, Nova Scotia. So you got to get on a plane and head east if you mm-hmm. want the best golf course in the country. Yeah. Look at that picture I posted. Damn. I feel like that that looks oh. like it's, it should be in Florida. It does, because those look like they <laughs> yeah, should be palm trees. Yeah, the trees almost look yeah. palmy. <laughs> those are nice. Yeah, that's, that is nice. It's good looking. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are going to be golfing today, um, or maybe you got in a round over the weekend, how many beers did you drink on the hole? Or I guess like in, at every hole. Yeah, For yeah. all the holes, 18 holes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess what the average is? Um, I'm going to say you crush about eight beers. Eight, eight beers yeah. in 18 holes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. By the I way, <laughs> since the pandemic, there's been a huge boom in golf. According to the study. Sure, yeah. A huge boom in it. People are into it. Mm-hmm. So eight beers on a course. Haley, how many beers would you crush on an 18-hole day? Mm, that depends. Am I playing or am I, like, watching? You're playing. Ooh, probably at least 10. <laughs> okay. It's hot. Hard work. Yeah, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you guys are really high. <laughs> the average golfer says that they do four beers oh. in 18 holes. <laughs> that's it? Four beers. BS. You don't believe? No, you- <laughs> yeah, that's complete BS. <laughs> really? Yeah. Anytime I've been golfing, way more than four beers. Okay. Well, apparently here in Canada and in the U.S., we're doing about four beers on average per hole. If you go across the pond over to the U.K., golfers there don't drink at all. Apparently, golfing while buzzed is not common whatsoever. Hmm. What do they, they do? They wait until after the game. So, What are, what are they drinking? Water. Water? They drink water. Wow. And then they say when they get to the clubhouse, one and a half beers on average is the most that they'll have after 18 holes. Yeah, Jeff says when we go golfing, we have the beer cart. Yeah. Meet us at every hole. Wow. Oh. Wow. So there you go. Someone said they have, Steph has seven beers. Yeah. All right. And like if I'm like teeing off at like eight or nine in the morning, I'm still crushing that many beers because my bag has a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because you're bringing your own as well. Uh, you're not supposed to, right? No. Okay. But pff, but I guess they're every not. Every golf uh, bag has beer in it. Yeah, they're not exactly mm-hmm. searching mm-hmm. your golf bag. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be golfing, do so today. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really nice day today. Yeah, big time. For those of you who are fans of the NHL and watching star players rise to the cream of the crop, Connor Bedard is obviously the name that everybody's been talking about, and everybody wants him to endorse their product. Mm-hmm. Did you see his list of endorsements? Uh, yeah. 
He hasn't God. even played a NHL game yet, and he's making filthy amounts of money. 18 years old. Yeah. Like Crash just said, has not played an NHL game yet, but that has not stopped companies from throwing money mm-hmm. at the hockey phenom. Bedard has already partnered with the following. I <laughs> went through his endorsement list. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Lululemon. Yeah. Hyundai. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Holt Renfrew. Mm-hmm. BioSteel, which is um, like uh, supplements, like gym supplements. Mm-hmm. Um. Where was the other ones? Sherwood Hockey. Yeah. So basically, he's like... Hockey equipment. Hockey equipment. He's developing like hockey sticks. Of course he is. Of course he is. And apparently, there's even more to come. Mm -hmm. They say there's more big deals that he's going to get. Wow. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I wish I... Everyone just wants a piece. They all want a piece. And I was hoping that I could find like how much money he's making just on endorsements alone. Oh, yeah. So I could give you guys an idea. I couldn't get a... I think we can all imagine how much. Yeah, I know. Right? Now, many of NHL's top players have equipment deals with CCM. That includes our own uh, Connor McDavid. But, um, yeah. Mm. I do like watching uh, Ballin Evander Kane's Insta. I know, I like, like yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> the top tech's throwing a little bit of shade this morning. Oh, damn. Wow. 56789 says, these companies are going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's kind of cool, though. Mm-hmm. All right, for those of you who have ever thought to yourself, I want to become an Instagram daredevil, I'm going to give you a warning on this. It doesn't end well. Remember we talked about uh, that guy in Toronto that was hanging off some of the skyscrapers? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. he was doing like parkour on them for, yeah. for, uh, for, his, videos. for his videos. Yeah. Uh, well, now it looks like it was a stunt. That was done by a French social media daredevil and photographer named Remy Lucidi. He fell off of a skyscraper in Hong Kong mm. and did not live. Oh, oh God. Not. Well, yeah, you're at the top of a skyscraper. Well, yeah. And they're doing all this without any sort of harness. Yeah, like you're just... So his Instagram had a considerable following, number one. And number two, it was all video and photos of himself scaling the peaks of urban skyscrapers and high-rise buildings around the globe. And he fell. I I will say, and obviously terrible, uh, it's tragic for him, but like the shots... I don't, but so the, so what? I know, Send I know. Every, yeah, people are doing it for the shot, but like just like some of the shots and like the videos, you're just like, oh my god, they are incredible. But jeez, this is what happens. Oh god, do you guys want to know the? Okay, well, first of all, let 68th me. Sixty eighth floor. Sixty eighth floor. Oh. The practice is often called buildering or urban climbing. Sees thrill seekers scale or traverse buildings or artificial structures to reach the top. Buildering is a combination of the words building and bouldering. It is extremely dangerous, as you can see by the outcome of this story, and often illegal. Therefore, a lot of times it's done at night. Now, this fella apparently entered the building complex, told security he was visiting a friend on the 40th floor. He rode the elevator to the 49th, climbed the stairs to the top of the building. He was seen next when he frantically knocked on the window to the tower's 68th floor penthouse suite. They believe he might have been trapped and was asking for entry back into the building. Apparently, there was a housekeeper in the penthouse suite called the police, but did not allow him in. Oh, that's not good. It is believed he lost his footing and fell. Although, if you if you have a penthouse and someone's banging on your window, are you letting them in? I mean, you're going to call the cops. Right. But also, if there's a guy outside of the window, yeah, I'm probably going to let him in. 
I'm not going to let somebody hang onto the side of a building. Yeah, but you might think that he's got he's on a harness or something. No. Oh, it's just it's insane. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. I know. I put a picture of uh, him on a I think it's a tower on top of a building. Like, Mm -hmm. look how high he is. Oh my god! His uh, selfie stick there. Oof. Oh, mm-hmm. yikes! That's scary. Put a drone up. Just put a drone up. It's not the same. Yeah. He likes to. Obviously, he was an adrenaline junkie. I guess your adrenaline would have been pumping. I guess. Mm. All right. This is a this is a weird story. Have you ever sent a text and autocorrect completely changed the meaning of it? All the time. Right. All the time. Well, this might be the most epic example we've ever seen. A woman in Pennsylvania recently texted a friend saying, "I think I just pooped myself." Except she used the S word, not poop, if you know what I mean. Been there. Unfortunately, though, (laughs) autocorrect changed the S word to shot. Oh, no. So she ended up texting her friend. Yeah. I think I just shot myself. Oh. The friend immediately called 911. Yeah. And of course, uh, first responders raced to her friend's house. The woman who texted was not feeling very well. And, um, you know, she <laughs> pooped her pants. Didn't want guests. <laughs> Didn't want guests. Um, this Oof. is where it gets really weird, though. When the first responders came to the door, she told them through a ring doorbell that um, she couldn't get to the door, but she didn't need help. Oh, okay. She didn't poop her pants. Yeah, yeah. Still, they were worried that she might harm herself because of the text that she wrote. Sure, yeah. So they blocked her ring camera and waited her out. Oh. And they were yelling, like, we're, we're going to come in. Yeah, yeah. She eventually cracked her door two hours later to see if they were gone, but they were just hiding. <laughs> and they yanked her outside. Oh, God. Restrained her. Oh. Because they thought she was going to harm herself. Yeah, yeah. Well, now she's suing. Oh, for what, though? Um, psychological distress. They also took her to the police station and to a hospital yeah, yeah. and illegal detained her for 13 hours. But they were doing their job based on the information that they were given. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So if you're going to text your friend that you yourself, yeah. make sure it doesn't autocorrect a shot. Also include, please bring me pants. That'll help. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> I know the autocorrect on my phone is atrocious. So is mine. It'll, it'll actually like autocorrect like correct spelling to wrong spelling. I don't know why it does that. It's like, do you mean this? I'm like, no, not even close to You're that. right. And same with, um, like, the talk to text. Oh, mm. talk to text like the, is the The Google worst. Assistant. A, it doesn't let me swear. It constantly puts oh, a little, st- little asterisk. I hate that, too. And I'm like, what? I think I think I can turn it off somehow. Listen, I'm not saying mother ducking. You I know. know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, just say it. Just write it out. Ugh. Why does it change it to duck? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, as Mine does that all the time. As I'm like talking to my phone and swearing, and it's like putting little asterisks. I have to go back now and re-edit what I'm saying because yeah. I'm like, they need to know exactly what I'm saying. I do that too. <laughs> well, because like if I'm, I, if I I'm look sending, like an idiot. well, if I'm sending you something to your car, yeah. like it'll be, it probably it won't read that. It'll be like F asterisk asterisk asterisk, right? Yeah, it I don't know what it reads. Yeah, it's not going to say the yeah, word. Yeah, it doesn't say the, the word. word's not there. Mine doesn't do asterisks. Mine's just, mine just like changes the word. Healy and I are both on mm-hmm. iPhone, and I think that that's an iPhone thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like instead of the F word, it just says duck. Oh, yeah. If I'm typing out the swears, yeah, it'll just, it'll turn it to a duck. Which I know even when I say it. Mm. Like when I do talk to text, yeah. like in my car or whatever, yeah, yeah. it changes it to duck. Mm. I wonder if I do the S word if it changes it to shot. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah mine just puts a little asterisk. 
Hmm. I'm like, you stupid phone. Well, watch yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, keep in mind that uh, we are, of course, giving away a $500 gift card to Kingsway for some back-to-school shopping. Um, how are we doing it? Well, you have to enter by joining the conversation by giving us a shout at 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. You are automatically entered to win. And at any time today, the alarm could go off. We stop what we're doing and we automatically call somebody. Mm-hmm. And you get $500 gift card whoop, to Kingsway whoop. for back to school just like that nice um so make sure you're joining our conversation i have a list here of some of the dirtiest jobs that pay well but nobody wants to do and we're gonna go through the list of them and i want to know from you guys this morning if you've got a story to share what job made you stink Mm. Mm -hmm. i know which one made me stink i've got two yeah a good old stinky job yeah mine was when i worked at chili's oh i and i know it doesn't sound like like a job where you would smell so bad that you have to leave your clothing in the garage. Yeah. But I did. Well, it's like fast food, right? My mom would let my, my chilies wear in the house. Yeah. I had to take it off in the garage. And also if I drove home, like if I like with my, my dad, I didn't have my own car at the time. Yeah. So if I was able to take my parents' car, mm-hmm. they couldn't get the smell out of the car. You'd smell like a sizzling fajita. But it mm-hmm. doesn't, like, it, like when you think sizzling fajita, you think delicious. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that sizzling fajita smell yeah. just turned into something really, really pungent and rank. Well, yeah, because it's just, like, grease. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Yeah, it's just grease and, like, uh, like just food in general. If yeah. you're around... F- like f- like fresh cooked food and especially sizzling food. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, your body and your clothing will just absorb it. Because guaranteed, like if you leave a shift of McDonald's, you're you're gonna stink, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. BK, any of those fast food joints, you're gonna smell. Oh, Chili's I, was bad, and Tim Hortons, I stunk too. I stunk really? getting home from Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. I yeah, reeked of coffee. Oh, just reeked of it. Does it when you're working in that much coffee? Does it kind of ruin it for you? Uh, to the not, point where like you get up in the morning on the weekend or whatever when you don't have to work and you're like, oh, I just want to smell coffee or uh, you don't want to do that. It depends. If I had to rewear my shirt from a previous oh. shift, <laughs> yeah. like if I forgot to wash it and yeah. I had to put it on and it smelled like old coffee, I wanted oh. to throw up. Oh. It was horrible. I know that smell. I can smell it right now. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know oh. it. My stinkiest one would have been uh, working at the gas station. Oh, my, my Petro Canada shirt was just, it would reek of gas Ooh. when I was doing the gas pumps because you're just touching everything all the time and then like that shirt i'm i'm washing it maybe once a week and like by the end of why the, only once a week yeah whatever oh i guess yeah, yeah. I was you're a teen. teenager sure yeah. <laughs> i didn't care i yeah. slap it on i'm like oh yeah <laughs> and then yeah. you get used to it yeah, and it's just sure. it's like a musty like maybe a little body odor but just gas yeah and it was like just like regular gas and diesel and just everything and you're a teen mm. so yeah. yeah yeah so you're sweating oh yeah 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 a little dairy on there because i'd do the ice cream counter of too. course oh my god <laughs> Well, here's a couple of jobs on this list that um, pay very well, but nobody wants to do because uh, they're just, they're dirty jobs. They're dirty jobs. Uh, Number one, crime scene cleaner. Oh, man. Mm. I don't know if it'd stink out. Well, maybe you would because you're probably using a lot of chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two, shout out to our garbage collectors. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's a tough job. Mm -hmm. Do you smell at the end of the day if you're a garbage collector? Oh, you totally would. Because it'd be like just wafting inside your truck. Okay. Oil rig workers. Sure. Yeah. Big time. Dirty job, stinky mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Um, a portable toilet cleaner. Hmm. So that not a portable. To- oh, portable like, uh, toilet oh, the, cleaner. Uh, the outhouses. Oh. The outhouses. Yeah. Those. Uh. Yeah. Those blue boys that get dropped off. 
You probably want to be on the delivering them, not picking up, right? Well, yeah, because they have to be cleaned. Apparently, yeah. the, like, the walls of the toilet. Oh, everything gets pressure washed. Everything gets pressure washed. Yeah. and I'd rather be on the bring them to the site crew. Than pick them up. Than the, picking them up. You don't want to pick them up. I don't want to pick them you up. Don't pick yeah. them up. <laughs> you don't want to pick them up. You don't want to pick them up. Sewage inspector. Hmm. Landfill operator. Oh, yeah. Um... A mortician, ooh, mm. urine collector. This, this actually, they talk about farmers who have to collect urine from animals. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plumbers, shout out, plumbers are on this list. Oh, guys, you got to deal with some dirty stuff. Yeah, oh. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Truck, I, truck drivers are on this list. Oh, really? For well, I guess uh, depending on uh, what you're hauling. Yeah, yeah, and depending on what your you know cab smells like. Well, yeah. It's tough tough on the road All right, I want to know from you guys What is the dirtiest job that you've done Mm -hmm. Um, The dirtiest or the stinkiest Give us a shout 780-489-4669 Text us if you like as well At 56789 Automatically gets you in for that $500 gift card Mm -hmm. What is the dirtiest, stinkiest job you've had Maybe you had to leave all of your clothing in the garage Maybe uh, your partner was like Yeah, no, you're not coming inside tonight Let us know this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. What's the stinkiest job that you've ever had? <sighs> yeah, we were uh, we were talking about some of the stinky jobs that we've had here, and I went through a list of the top dirty jobs that really nobody wants to do. So whether it was stinky, whether it was dirty, mm. and my God, you guys are getting down dirty and Ugh. into it. Yeah. There's some gross ones in here. There's some really gross ones being texted in. This one can get very dirty and very stinky. Uh-oh. Yeah. This radio job. Oh, well, <laughs> when you start out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you end up having to clean stuff. Some a lot of hauling tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this text here oh, from Jacqueline, 56789, says, guys, growing up, I worked as a subcontractor, and the worst job I had to do was an apartment building empty of tenants. We were, had to renovate it, and one was infested with bed bugs. Oh. It was like a horror film. Um, every inch of it was either bed bugs or cockroaches. It looked like the walls were moving. Oh god! We went in there and we ran out of the ran out of there as fast as we could. It was the grossest thing I've ever had to do. Ugh. That is nasty. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, nasty. no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got uh, Vicky here. Uh, Vicky, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We're good. Uh, at one point in your life, you had a very, very smelly, stinky job, Uh-oh. right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Very, very disgusting. Uh, my first job I ever had yeah. lasted two whole weeks, but I worked at a fish factory in Black Harbor, New Brunswick. Oh, it's on my list. Oh, the fish factory. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had to pack sardines. So you cut the head and tail off and put it in a can. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the first week you get paid by the hour, and after that you get paid by how many you do. So, needless to say, I stopped. So it didn't last. <laughs> You're like, I can't. Um, yeah, no, I can't. I know. I, there's a uh, fish plant in Winnipeg, and I knew uh, some peeps that work there, and they stunk. Like oh. even after like they get home, and like a day later yeah. they haven't been working, you can still smell fish on them. Yeah, you get home, you wash your clothes, you shower, and you still smell like fish. Yeah. Gosh, oh. do you it's love job. do you love fish or did it turn you off of fish? Oh, I don't eat sardines. <laughs> yeah, I bet everything we are in it like that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I don't blame you. All right, okay, yeah, thanks, so. Vicky. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. 
another uh, another job that was on my list is this text here five six seven eight nine says my boyfriend's a plumber and when he used to work in residential there'd be days when he stripped at work to wear different clothing home mm-hmm. and he still needed to go right from the garage into the shower <sighs> residential plumbing even with new clothing on it's yeah like, that's like not, fresh clothing that's yeah. not plumbing uh no yeah. buildings or new homes no that's, that's dealing with uh that's some nasty stuff fixing people's gross one well, you, you're like pulling on stuff and you're god, like oh plumbers. man it's really plugged and all of oh. a sudden oh. you're like oh, oh god it's everywhere yeah. Yeah. mad props mad props yeah kudos to you guys kudos to you guys kudos yeah. to you Oof. yeah yeah uh dana ray how you doing i'm good how are you good hey, good we're good uh what's your smelly job that you did <laughs> nursing for 35 years. Okay, oh. so there's some healthcare coming in. Yeah. And How, yeah. like what what's the worst ones that you've encountered? I, like the worst days that you've had where you're like, "Oh my god, I reek." Uh, I used to work on a GI floor which is stomach and intestine. Oh uh, no. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. Yeah. And is it People like pooping blood is not nice? No. Oh, God. And it's a no. lot of like uh you're just around it so your your skin, your clothing picks up or is it like you like having to clean it up as well? Oh, we do it all. We clean it, we're around it. We try and fix it. It's on you. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you can't eat steak because it reminds you of the smell. Oh! It took me years, years to eat a steak. Really? Yeah. Just the smell of it is like immediately triggering. It was. Oh, it's so potent. You have no idea. Oh, that is not good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Emergency. Dirty homeless feet. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. oh, it's not good. Yeah, you'd have not to deal with everything. Everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Crap. to healthcare. Yeah. Um, did you, at any point throughout your career, did you get sprayed in the face? Crash, <laughs> my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh-huh. well, I would imagine, like, things happen, right? Of course. Yes. Healthcare, healthcare, Vomit, props, yeah. diarrhea. Oh, diarrhea in the face? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You go home after that, right? No. No, no. You wash it off and you have five more patients to look after. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. We don't think about that. I'm going home on diarrhea day. We should think about that. Nope. Oh, nope. Well, well, thank you for doing what you did. Yeah. Yeah. The worst one is the mortician one, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one's the worst. That would be, yeah, that wouldn't be no, good. No, because of the stink. Yeah. it is, but it's yeah. the other part of it. Oh, God. yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. Yeah, Ooh. okay. All right, kid. Thanks, Danaray. Hey, no problem. Have a lovely day. <laughs> yeah, you too. You too. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, in the face? Uh, diarrhea in the face? And you have to continue working? We should pay our nurses more. Oh. We should make our politicians nurse for a month. Oh, yeah. That's or, what we should do. Or diarrhea in their face. Yeah, we should, we should make our Everything politicians. they've had to go through, make yep. them go through Absolutely. That. Four, four weeks, you have to shadow a yeah. nurse. Scrub up, Smith. Let's exactly. Go. Yeah. yeah. Get in there. That's what our politicians should do. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah. Um, uh, Norman, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning. I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Uh, I love the conversation today. Oh, (laughs) yeah. We're talking smelly jobs. Sure are. (laughs) I got to give you a little background. If you've ever been a farmer, you can understand that between chicken manure and uh, pig poop, they 
when they powderize or in any form, they get into your, the pores of your skin. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. So just imagine that your dad takes a job welding the underside of some pig grating, <gasps> in, uh, liquid liquid pig manure, and I'm the lucky guy who gets to go down there. No. Pay me two hundred dollars uh, an hour for four hours work. Oh. And I had to bring an eight-foot ladder with me so that I could slosh my way through the poop, <gasps> stand up on the ladder, do the welding. Yep. Uh, every day for probably about three weeks, anytime I worked up a sweat, the poop smell would come back. Oh, no. That is, <laughs> and you only made $200 doing that? No, 800. It was a four-hour job. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, that is brutal. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what. And then know. weeks of that odor just coming yeah. out of your skin. Yep. Yeah. Anytime after that, like you think you're clean, you've taken your shower. Yeah. And then uh, the next time you break a sweat and imagine you're a young, a young buck with a girlfriend and you oh. do a kick. Break a sweat. Yeah. Oh, Ho- hopefully, yeah. the ladies that you were with at the time loved a farmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or had sinus infections and couldn't smell anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, oh that's a brutal gosh. one. Okay, thanks, Norman. Thanks, Norman. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Oh. Okay, big shout out to our. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out again. Agriculture. Agriculture. Oh. There's a lot of uh, a lot of those texts that are coming in oh. from people who work at you know in agriculture with animals. This text here five six seven eight nine says, guys, believe it or not, Pizza Hut. Oh. A week later, my hands would still smell. I tried washing them in vinegar, bleach, you name it. Nothing took that smell away. Not as good when you're working in it. I guess if you're assembling yeah. the pizzas, you're touching everything, right? Oh, shout out to our oh, fast food out, workers. Yeah. Shout out to pizza makers. <laughs> Sub- Subway's coming in too. Someone said they worked at Subway and they smelled like dirty onions and bread. I love the smell of Subway, but, but uh, like I, yeah. I love it because I can go in, smell it, and I'm like, oh, this smells incredible uh-huh. and leave. But yeah, you would smell like that all the oh, time. Mm-hmm. It'd be in your hair, your skin, your clothes. Clothing, everything. Oh, oh, I'm gonna say anyone that works at Subway probably doesn't eat Subway. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Shout out to our pulp mill workers. Oh, oh my okay. god. Oh yeah. So oh, many, pulp is bad. So many stinky jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kathy, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you had a smelly job, right? I did. Yes, this is many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> I worked in a meat market where they still had. Um, the sawdust, you know, everywhere. Yeah. And you're working with fish, meat, and you had to, like, you did all the wrapping, and you were just covered in that meat smell and fish oh. smell. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's That'd something with, like, I, I love going to the butcher shop, sure. getting some yes. sweet cuts. But, yeah, sometimes when there's just meat everywhere, it doesn't smell good. No, it doesn't. You get just this horrible, oh. <laughs> do you ever Do you ever but, get used to the smell? I, yes, you do. Yeah. You do get used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as bad as some of the stories coming in, but... Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then cleaning dog poop, of course. Oh, oh yeah, that's what he yeah. wants yeah, to Yeah, that sucks, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been into some butcher shops. I'm like, just standing at the glass there, you're just like... But you get to leave. I get to leave, You get to yeah. pick your incredible cuts or whatnot yeah and then you get to leave yeah but yeah just a lot of meat in one area it doesn't smell the greatest Mm. Mm. shout out to our police officers 
Oh, yeah, you'd have to deal with a lot. They're getting pooped and mm. vomits. And yeah, there'd be a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, one more on this. Cass, uh, Cassie's hanging on. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, good. We're good. good. Um, you, uh, you had or have a smelly job? I had, okay. thankfully. Yeah. Uh, don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I'm a journeyman electrician, and we had this fire remediation project at a feed mill. Yeah. Oh, so, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, like, half of the building had burnt down, but they sent us into the basement of this building, um, and some of the feed ingredients included, like, um, tallow or, like, um, pig fat and things like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Firefighting on the building, all of these, like, ingredients kind of stepped like seeped into the basement yep. and started to rot. Oh, God, that would be the most so, vile smell ever. Yeah, we spent several days down there um, like rewiring motors and stuff trying to get the building up and running again. So, yeah, yeah it was just brutal. When you were like rewiring, was it just the the old uh, like fabric over your face or oh. did you put like an actual respirator on? They gave us nothing. No! Nothing? So we were like waiting around in it. It was all like almost up to our knees. Um, but they're like, no, we need power down here. You guys have to get these pumps working. Like we have to suck this all out. So yeah, it was, it was brutal. Oh, that is brutal. That, that is, is absolutely terrible. I would have walked. I would have been like, not today. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Not today. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, uh, did, if those of you who went to Big Valley Jamboree, I'm sure had a really good time, and hopefully you weren't one of the hundreds of people who got tickets on the way home from BVJ. Oh, yeah. They, what did they put out the oh, big old, like, speed traps and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it looks like they did. Big Valley Jamboree kept the cameras police busier than usual over the August long weekend, and now the numbers are out, according to a release on Saturday. The popular country music festival, which featured superstars Morgan Wallen and Dirks Bentley, mm. apparently also featured a lot of people speeding to get the hell out of there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 35 arrests. Oh. Wow. 122 tickets, hmm. seven impaired, hmm. and eight 24-hour suspensions. Oh, man. Holy moly. Wow, they handed them they out. They had so many cops yeah. that they had the Calgary police come up and help. <gasps> wow. Calgary police. Yeah. RCMP uh-huh. and Alberta sheriffs assisted oh. in policing the festival. Hmm. Basically turned Camrose, which is a town of 20,000 people, yeah. into 40,000 people all it for a weekend. Oh, God. And 5,200 campsites. Damn. <sighs> mm. I used to live in Camrose. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Did you live in Camrose around Big Valley Jamboree time? No, because when I was in school, I was living um, in Camrose, and then yeah. over the summer I was back home. Oh yeah. So I wasn't there for Big Valley. Yeah. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> I would imagine just like throughout the the city, like it's just like everything's oh, yeah. busy. It's chaos. Yeah. I went the year before I went to university and lived in Camrose, yeah. and it was an absolute gong show. Oh yeah. Like I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. There's people everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was I, wild. I would imagine people living in Camrose every year, like oh. Oh my God! Do you want oh, to go to Dallas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah want to leave <laughs> like town. <laughs> I don't blame you. You want to like go to Edmonton? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Lots of drunk guys and just leave gals. for the weekend. Oh yikes! Mm. Yeah, I bet. All right, it is going to be a really warm next couple of days, uh, but it looks like British Columbia is set to see temperatures well into their 30s as a heat wave is rolling in there. We're kind of just getting the edge of it. Yeah, we're it's not still getting. Hot, though. 
Uh, we're not getting the big one. They could actually crack 40 degrees Celsius. 40? Uh, in some places in oh, British God, Columbia, man. yeah. Oof. Not so much here in Alberta, though. Like Crash was saying today, it's going to be another hot day. It's going to be breezy as well. And then here in Edmonton for the next couple of weeks, we're going to see temperatures 25 and over. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a really nice week. But uh, for those of you who are in BC listening, or if you're on your way there... She hot. She's going to get hot for the Mm. next couple of days. This is a really odd story. So um, if you follow tennis, you may have seen this rude interruption during Saturday's Canadian Open match between Iga Swatek and Jessica Pegula. They were in the middle of a game Mm -hmm. when the speakers started blasting. (gasps) Oh, Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Shut up. No way. By rednecks. Everyone was confused. The action stopped. And then they started replaying. Jessica went on to win the match. I've got a little bit of like... Like it kicking in? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Um, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Have a listen. Oh, wow. Cotton Eye Joe just came on mid-rally. Texas agenda. What a moment. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I've never had that happen, let alone with Cotton Eye Joe. I was like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> all the songs. It was just like, what is going on? I've never been to a tennis match. Yeah, it's pretty um, quiet. I, yeah, I picture pretty quiet, and I picture just the music, music selection is a little different. It would never, why is this even like around the playlist? I, I don't know. Because I would imagine like when they're not playing tennis, maybe there's like some background music Probably. running. Probably. This would never be on the playlist. Did somebody like plug their cell phone into like the... Someone's <laughs> phone synced with the Bluetooth or yeah, something? Yeah, and all of a sudden they have Cotton Eye Joe on their phone. And that is great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe, it is a, it is a very strange choice. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Because of this, it's going to go back to number one. Oh God, I hope not. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh. <laughs> remember where? Remember when you just hear this everywhere? I've, I've heard this at weddings. Oh like, yeah. It's not used to. Oh, this was everyone's played still oh, playing yeah. it. This was played at my cousin's wedding. Haley, did this get played at yeah, your wedding? It did. It probably did. Yeah, yeah right. Did. Yeah. It's a party song. It is a party song. Yeah. Is it? It is. And a lot of my family's very yee yee, so this would, <laughs> <laughs> this would get guns start firing in the air. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tables are flipping. This is like this is the wedding song, right? Oh, like yeah. at, at some point. Well, it's still, it's still just as popular as ever. At some point in the night, this gets yeah. fired up, right? Mm. Oh boy! Someone said at five six seven eight nine. Apparently, this song is about an STI. It is Cotton Eye Joe. What That's is that? Cotton swab going up here. Oh. Cotton Eye Joe. Oh. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I mean, of course. We're all like. Yeah! <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Joe? Yeah. There it is, guys. <laughs> Haley breaking it down. <laughs> we learn everything. All right. Oh, Use yeah. Every day. It's uh, Cotton Eye Joe is the act of a man having his urethra swab for STIs. With a cotton swab. Oh. <laughs> Your Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, the burn. <laughs> that was like 
That would that, stay. That would not be good. There's nothing. Oh, just oh so I just dry. got goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that song. Someone said, my kids fire this up all the time oh. on, on Alexa. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, if they don't know. They don't know. It's Whatever. just a fun song. Well, it's raising awareness, too. That's right. It sure is, Cratch. It's raising awareness. Yeah. All right. I'm sure you guys will be glad to hear this morning that Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's divorce is final after seven years of nice. fighting. Seven years? Seven years they wow. went down. That's a long divorce. That's, That's a, a very, long one, yeah. very long divorce. Uh, apparently, it was all over the winery that they were battling over. Mm. Um, apparently, Miravel is, quote, Brad Pitt's happy place. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he really wanted it. Did he get it? And they were fighting over it. Uh, yes, Angelina did decide to let Brad just buy her out. Mm. Uh, by the way, um, $164 million is what that business It's a wine business. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, by the way, theirs has been one of the most contentious splits in Hollywood history. The pair's 11-year relationship infamously imploded after an explosive fight on board a private jet in September of 2016, during which Angelina claimed a drunken Brad physically and verbally attacked her in front of their crying children, choked and struck two of the kids who tried to intervene as well. She filed for, for divorce just days later. I don't think he has a great relationship with the... Uh, with the older kids yeah. anymore because has, of it. Has Angelina Jolie moved on? Like, has she been... Uh, oh, probably. Has she been pictured with anyone? Because, like, Brad Pitt's been through a, yeah. f- a few. And he calls the paparazzi all the time to get him yeah. popped with his yeah, girlfriend. I don't recall seeing any stories about Angelina moving on. She uh, she was with a billionaire. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. European billionaire. Mm. But, oh, fi- yeah. but finally, the two of them are divorced. David By the way, Miraval, the site of their 2014 wedding, it was the final battleground, um, and I guess Brad wanted it. Hmm. Well, when you got that uh, winery, that vineyard. That vineyard, that's right. <laughs> you got to hang on to it. If you're just waking up this morning and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I did not sleep well last night. Try lying to yourself and pretend that you had an amazing night's sleep. Mm. It might actually make a difference. Oh. A new study found that when it comes to your mood, telling yourself and thinking that you got a good night's sleep might matter more than actually getting a good night's sleep. So is that, uh, what, what, what is that called? Mind uh, over matter? Uh, sure. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Convincing like yourself? The, the positive, mm. like that positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Mm. Fake Re- it till you make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Researchers in English, England rather, used Fitbit style monitors to track people's sleep patterns. Then they compared the data to notes each person about how restful their sleep felt and how moody they were the next day. It turned out that when people were told, mm-hmm. you had a good night's sleep last night according to your yeah. tracker we put on you, even though they got a crap sleep, mm-hmm. they were more likely to be in a good mood even though the reality is they didn't sleep well. But the sleep tracker is like, no, you, you had like an 85% sleep. The sleep, tra- yeah. the sleep tracker said you had a crap sleep. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I tell, way, you, gotcha. I tell you that it said yeah, it yeah. had a, a great one. Then you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, people who had a really good night's sleep and were told they had a crap sleep felt tired hmm. and they were in a bad mood all day. Oh. Now, obviously, it would be pretty hard to trick yourself into thinking you slept well when you know that you didn't, but they say, try it anyways. Mm-hmm. If you woke up feeling like you didn't sleep well, 
Try telling yourself you did. It might improve your mood throughout the day. Brad's trying it right now. Says, my toddler was up from 1230 to 330. And then I was up for work at 630. It was great, though. Okay. Guess Thumbs what? up. <laughs> yeah, it was great. You had yeah. a great sleep last night. Great sleep, Brad. You're going to have an awesome day today. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's, what you, uh, that's all you need to tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This uh, text here, 5679, says uh, the test did not account for trying to sleep train a four-month-old. Lie to yourself. Just keep lying, guys. Say, <laughs> yeah. say you had the greatest, solidest eight-night sleep. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just you lie just, to yourself. Yeah, you went to bed and you closed your eyes and you stayed in that position all night and got up and you're fully refreshed. That's all oh, you got to do. Feels good. That's all you got to do. Mm. For those of you who are going to be going on a cruise this winter... Oh my God, listen to this cruise story. I don't know why, but over the last couple of months, I have a whole ton of like cruises gone wrong stories. Wow, so many people are back to cruising, right? It must be it. Carnival Cruise Line is in some hot water after their air conditioning issues conked out and left guests overheated and outraged. Apparently, um, they departed Miami for a five-night Western Caribbean itinerary back at the end of July. However, the ship started suffering air conditioning issues, leading to extremely hot areas, including some of the guest staterooms. You weren't able to go in there. Cabins were reaching 28 degrees. Oh, God. Apparently, people had to sleep on the balcony in order to get any sort of rest for those who did have balconies. For those who didn't, they were forced to sleep on pool deck chairs (gasps) in which cruise staff was walking around saying, you can't sleep here. You have to get to your room. You're like, I can't. It's an oven. But people's Mm. rooms were registering, especially the ones without the balconies, 33 degrees. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm upset when I go to bed and the room's at like 21. I'm like, damn it, I should have turned the air conditioning on sooner. Right? (laughs) They say that people uh, who didn't have air conditioning were also forced to stand in a line for up to four hours for a refund after the cruise. You wanted to get your money back, you had to work for it. Oh, what a drag. Passengers are now saying they're either receiving partial refunds or in some cases, none whatsoever. Mm. Could you imagine? And you're sailing to, like even if you're on your balcony... You're in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. It's hot. Yeah, it's going to be warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sure, you Even might get a night. little bit of wind, but... But, like, in the cruise, the cruise ship's not, like, ripping. So, like, how much wind are you getting? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Someone said they, there's no way that they could sleep in 30 degrees. Oh, God, no. Man, sometimes when we get these heat waves here, mm-hmm. and, like, people text in and say they didn't have AC last night. Oh, God. Haley, you did no AC life for a while. Oh, in our townhouse when yeah. we uh, lived in South Edmonton. And we had that summer where it was, like, really smoky, and it was, like, 36 degrees. Yeah. I wanted to die. Because you want to open your window, but then you can't. No. Because all the smoke comes in, and it's oh. just hot. And the smoke was horrendous. And just the way that our townhouse was set up, yeah. uh, our bedroom was on the top floor. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was the hottest oh, spot yeah, yeah. of the entire of house. Of course it was. Did oh my you guys God. just sleep in the basement? No, that's a murder basement. I'd rather die oh. from heat <laughs> than ghosts. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> was the basement cooler, though? Like, could you have gone in there? Or? It was a little bit cooler, but the basement had, like, concrete floors so it's not like we could put like an air mattress down there because if we it sank you'd be right on concrete Mm -hmm. it was Mm. not a a good place for us to be i would have made it work i there's no possible way i think i would have lay in a room that's like 36 i would have gone down to like ghost basement and just been like ghosts just (laughs) take me cool it yeah take me now Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
We eventually caved and got one of those little uh, portable uh, air conditioning units right. for our bedroom. Yeah, yeah. And we just lived in our bedroom for well, the yeah, entirety of the yeah. summer. Well, I think we've all done that at uh, one point. Did you have the dogs then, Haley? We just had Loki. Poor Loki. Yeah, he was mad. He was the only reason we got the air conditioning unit. Yeah. You're like, oh, look at the poor boy just sweating. Well, because he didn't know and he didn't understand. <laughs> He's like, why are you torturing me <laughs> in this like, oven? Well, I'm like, he didn't like baths either. So, yeah. huh? Yeah. We got to buy air conditioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that sucks. So, uh, stay cool. Luckily, like, because I just saw on the news that, like, most of, like, Calgary and southern Alberta is under a heat warning today. Mm-hmm. We're not. No, which but, is wild. But we're still going to be hot. Getting hot. Yeah, yeah we're still going to be hot. Uh, keep in mind, we are right in the middle of a conversation for a $500 gift card to Kingsway for back to school. So Ooh. if you want to be entered in, to win this gift card, make sure you join the conversation by giving us a shout at 780-489-4669 or texting at 56789. Uh, do you guys like avocados? Oh, love them. Love them. I wish they were cheaper, but I love them. Do you find, outside of the price, do you find avocados frustrating? Uh, frustrating? Uh, As in, like, you cut it open, it's too hard? Just, like, dealing with, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just you dealing th- with an you avocado. You think it's ready, and then you cut it open, you're like, ah, damn, it's a little firm. Yeah. I My, still eat it, but. I always, I, I'm good at telling if they're ready. Yeah. But when I go to take the pit out, nine times out of ten, I cut myself. Oh, God, really? I cannot de-pit an avocado. Hayden has how, to do them now. How hard are you hitting the pit with a knife? Well, I'm trying not to hit it too hard, so I hit it too light, and then I go to, like, wedge it, and it, like, oh, it's splits. Sl- yeah. And then I catch the the knife with my hand. So Hayden has to open my avocados now. All right. (laughs) Well, when I first read this story, they started talking about a new strain, and I immediately started to think about masking. Mm. But in this case, we're talking guacamole. Great. There's a new variety of avocados on the way called Luna. Um, There are several major improvements over the now prevalent Haas avocados, which apparently are the ones that we're all eating and we love. Am I wrong on thinking that this already happened? For starters, the skin of the Luna avocado changes color when it's ready to eat. Well, yeah, because when you buy them, uh, like very fresh, they're they're, they're, they're emerald green. green, right? Yeah, and then when they're ready, they, they go, go like yeah. dark, dark green or brown. They, yeah, they say point. that this is new. They go from emerald green to like dark black, so you don't have to guess when it's ready. It ju- you just know, go off the color. Yeah, no, they change. I thought right. they already did that. Yeah. The Luna also has a smoother texture, which is ideal for guacamole. They say that Haas avocados can be infuriating when it comes to ripeness, but a lot of people love the taste. Mm-hmm. So for a new variety to take over, experts say the taste will be either equal or better. Hmm. So I'm not sure. Don't get too excited yet, though. Apparently, they're still like I don't know how they make new strains of avocados, but apparently they're still working on breeding it. So it'll be a few more years before it shows up in stores. Why don't they breed or modify an avocado so we can grow them here? I know, right? Imagine having an Cold avocado. avocados. Yeah, imagine having an avocado tree in your backyard. By the way, how hard is it to, to grow avocados? Um, it takes three to five years from planting a seed to the first fruit. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. I know, I keep a... Uh, uh, a video keeps showing up on my feed for growing avocados at home, and you put the seed over, like you put like toothpicks or something mm-hmm. inside of it, uh, and yeah. hang it above water, and then like put a wet towel or whatever over mm-hmm. it, and then you see all the roots come out of it. Yeah. But then, like, what do you do? Three Just, to five years. Can you plant it in the house and get avocados? You're supposed to plant it once it's got that little stem up, yeah. and then you cut it. Oh. You're supposed to cut it so it grows up stronger. Oh, okay. Have you tried growing an avocado tree? No, I don't have the patience for it. 
It takes too long. Could you grow it in your house? Probably. I've seen people grow avocados from pits before. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people I follow on, like, TikTok and Instagram yeah, and stuff keeps, like that. Yeah, I keep seeing those vids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's doable. You just wouldn't be able to... I don't think you'd get an avocado out of it. That's mm. the only thing. you just have a plant. I guess. Apparently, they need a lot of water, too. This text here says 50 gallons of water per avocado. What? Oh, my God. Per avocado. That's a lot of Jeez. water. Oh. That's a lot of water. Is there anybody growing a fruit tree in their house? We've tried, like, a, a lemon tree. Someone gave us a lemon yeah, tree. and then it just got bugs. And it got bugs, yeah. and we threw it out. Yeah, you're right. It did. It's, it was awful indoors. Because it did, it did pop little, little fruits. Mm, yeah. And then, yeah, bugs took over. Yeah, it was awful. I don't know if you can grow fruit trees in your house here. Yeah, probably not. I feel like you'd have you, to have like a light set up. And, yeah, it'd have to be yeah, totally controlled. And some humidity levels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. Interesting fact, 80% of the avocados eaten worldwide are Haas avocados. Um, they make up 95% of the avocados that are eaten. They're the Haas ones. Haas. Now, Haas emerged in 1980. Before that, it was Fuerte a.k.a. strong, but Haas went out because of its taste and it was easier to peel. The Fuerte trees also only produced fruit every two years, so they had to genetically modify that to make the Haas avocado. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're eating now. Yeah. Oh, I love avocado. Mm. You get picky with your avocado, though. Like, it's um, got to be basically in a guac that is room temperature, but not brown. It's got to be... <laughs> like, here's what's weird about avocados, is that they have to be soft, not mush, and not hard. I don't like overly ripe avocados either. Yeah, not many people do. And I don't like overly... Like, I, I don't like it on either way. It's got to be, like, right perfect. <laughs> which is hard. Uh, avocados are not for you, my friend. No, I know. please, yeah, don't ever eat an avocado around anyone. <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, I didn't grow a fruit tree, but I grew a pineapple plant. Oh. It took three years. I finally just harvested my pineapple. I know pineapples are weird because they grow on the ground. But yeah. you can't grow them here outside. Well, no, but maybe they had it in a pot. Oh, like like in, in a the pot. house. There's a lot of... Okay, so I'm, I'm a bit of a dork. And I follow... It's called um, like an Ikea greenhouse... Uh, Facebook page yeah. and basically what people are doing is they're turning these glass cabinets into humidity cabinets oh. so they can create those tropical environments so that their fruit plants can grow in there. Oh, So they've got like humidity running and they've got like lights and fans. Wow, the whole deal. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Does that also go into like growing pot? Yes. Like that? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, is that how you found this? Same vein, yeah. <laughs> uh, C, driving on the yellowhead at 56789, says, my mom in St. Albert has an indoor lemon tree oh. that produces some of the best lemons we've ever had. Really? It's in full sun in their front room year round. Huh. I, I feel like you wouldn't get enough sun in the winter, though, because our sun hours are so short. No. Well, I guess if you have a uh, south-facing area that you're putting the tree in, it's going to get whatever sun you can get throughout the winter. I Yeah, okay. I guess. And maybe throw up a hydroponic light if... for the darker days mm-hmm. <laughs> someone says they have a mandarin plant they enjoy up to 20 fruits in a year that's cool is look that, at you guys growing fruit is that that's got to be all indoors right oh yeah oh yeah, yeah you can't no because the here. only the only fruits that we can grow outside are like apples right Fr- well frost kills everything so yeah apples yeah apples pretty much it and then berries we can grow a lot of sure, berries yeah. here we've got some pear trees here too really we? yeah we can grow pears here yeah we've got some pear trees here uh, and we've got some plum trees Really? Yeah. The only reason I know that yeah, yeah. is because I used to work for a company that harvested fruit around Edmonton and area yeah. for jams. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We've had jams. Uh, they've got like pears. They've got plums. There's yeah. some cherries. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Why don't we plant a plum tree? No. I love plums. I don't think that they're... I'm going to say if you were to eat, bite into that plum, like, yeah, you can make it into a jam, yeah. but I'll bet you you can't eat it. It's not like that just like juicy plum that you yeah, get at a grocery store? Yeah, it's not like as good as the one at the grocery store. Mm. This text here says there's a pear tree near my day home. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's we it. I'm putting a pear tree in. We were oh. Although I hate pears. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see I'll them? do the plum tree. All right. We went on a walk through Spruce Grove the other day, actually. Yeah. And we w- took a different path that we normally take. And there is a little patch of apple trees, like a little mini orchard. Oh, oh. neat. In the middle of Spruce Grove. Oh, that's great. I was like, this is just apple trees there. Are they like the communal apples? Like yeah, everyone can grab them. You can just apple? go pick them. Nice. I was so blown away. Yeah, that is sweet. I didn't sweet. know it was there. Yeah, yeah. Are they like apples you can eat though, or are they oh, like yeah. crab apples? They're not crab. Like they're decent sized apples. Like yeah, they're yeah. big ones. Yeah. Wow. Big, sweet, juicy apples. Hmm. I think I'm wrong on the plums crash. I know. Everyone's saying they got a plum tree. Everyone's saying they have delicious plums. I'm going to plant a plum tree. I don't know. Yeah. Shaughnessy says my mom has a plum tree in her yard and the plums are smaller, but they're sweet. I'll take that. Okay. Okay, I, I believe you guys. Mm-hmm. I thought that they would have been inedible. Just because I feel like our growing time isn't long enough. Mm-hmm. This text here, Sue from Devon, says Mars not true about the plums. Plums are amazing. They're bite size, like yeah. one bite. Sure, yeah, yeah. But they're delicious. Oh, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, Sandy, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, you're, you're, you're growing plum trees, right? Yeah, we have two plum trees. Yes. Um, do they produce good hey. amounts of plum? Actually, they do. Yes. Uh, yeah. And they're the most amazing plums. In fact, it's so nice to be able to pick a couple plums on your way out the door to go to work, which I've done today. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh. And we also have an apple tree. Yeah. That's got great apples. Like, they're so yummy. Like, are they like huh. what size apple are we talking? Like it fits in the the palm of your hand, or it's a hardy apple? Uh, they're pretty hardy. Um, yeah, yeah, they get to be a, yeah, like they're a handful size. Yeah, okay. that's perfect. Oh, right. you got like a mini orchard there. I love it. I love that too. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, awesome. Okay, thanks, Sandy. Thanks. Okay, bye. I want to start my day like that. Mm, right. I have Fresh a spot fruit. that I can plant a plum tree right near the driveway. Oh, do it. I walk out, grab a plum. I'm like, good morning, day. I had a wonderful sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel right. amazing. Tell yourself that and then eat a plum. Yeah. Oh, someone said they're growing kiwi. Chris the blacksmith. Kiwi? At 56789 says, I bought a kiwi vine this year at a greenhouse just for the hell of it. Mm. It's a northern variety that doesn't grow big or have fuzzy skin, but you eat it whole. Tastes exactly like a kiwi. It's about the size of a large brick grape. I've been picking them all summer. Huh. Well, how about that? Well, that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are growing fruit inside. All right. That's well, neat. We stand corrected. Uh, yeah, indeed. All right. Speaking of produce, mm-hmm. this story here is crazy. A supermarket in Austria had to shut down this week after a venomous Brazilian spider was spotted wandering around the bananas. Oh. Um, by the way, a bite from the Brazilian wandering spider can cause long lasting, painful erections in men. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? <laughs> Like, it won't go down. No. What? Like, hours of throbbing pain. No. It's a Viagra spider. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Apparently, the store manager actually shut down the store, pulled the fire alarm after spotting the four-inch black, red, creepy, crawly spiders 
Helper sealed the store's banana crates, but the spider is still at large. They don't know where it is. Did anyone get bit? Um, well, they were looking for like boners. Larry, <laughs> Larry in the loading dock <laughs> with a big rager. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> did you like, get bit? I can't move. I've been bit. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Larry at the loading dock. Oh no. By the way, that's what happens obviously in men or Not you too, Forklift Frank. Or people who have that organ. Yeah. Uh, those who are bitten by the spider who do not have a penis uh, suffer high blood pressure and pain throughout their entire bodies. Oh, so it doesn't just focus in that area. For if you it's don't It's not just if some you, pervy spider. No, but if <laughs> If you don't have that, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you get high blood pressure and pain throughout your body if you do have that yeah that it it's a it's a yeah it's, it's a, a whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah yeah but for they yeah. can't find the spider by if, the way yeah if you don't have the man part it's it's still it doesn't like stimulate that yeah it doesn't work that it, way it, you just get high blood pressure yeah. and you you your organs could shut down because of high blood pressure um for uh loading doc larry yeah um, if he's got this can yeah. can he deal with it you know um, what i mean okay so <laughs> apparently you can go to the hospital and they can do everything they can to lower your blood pressure well, no i'm thinking something else but at the end no at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you do to oh, it okay it's not coming down oh you no. just have to like wait it out oh my god oh god what happens if it doesn't go back down like ever though then you're then that's how you look now oh my god I I, it like does it, i think it does I like go spider bite guys don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> spider bit me there it's fine <laughs> you this, this okay. is just the way it is you couldn't go anywhere no well you'd have to strap everything up so you'd have to strap it up. Everything has to be strapped in. Yeah. So you have to have to strap it up and make sure your shirt's long enough so when you don't reach up, you don't have something to yeah, yeah. over the top. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you a wink. Coming out of your shorts. So actually, yeah. I'll reach that cat food on the top shelf. Yeah, yeah. You just, no, I'll get it. No, 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 it's okay. You put your arms oh, down. It's so high up nope. there. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no one was bit at this grocery store in Austria, including Loading Doc Larry. He's okay. Mm-hmm. But they can't find the spider. Mm. Oh no! So the the grocery store is like shut down. Like no one can go in there. Ugh. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. And remember, if you join the conversation, you're automatically entered to win a $500 gift card to Kingsway Mall for back to school shopping. The alarm can go off at any time, and we randomly call somebody seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. I want to know about the bug in your produce. Oh, we're not talking about permanent bonus. No, we're not talking okay. about oh, permanent. Come on, Mark. I'm sorry. I don't think we'll when, when would it not go away no <laughs> I don't think I don't think I want to hear it I mean maybe I tell you some mornings when you wake up you're like Gee. maybe <laughs> like I need to pee <laughs> maybe we'll do it at a 6am <laughs> Not at seven. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but I do want to talk about bugs in your produce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when will it not go away? Yeah, right. I, because you know what? Here's the thing, though, is that there's probably, probably some Viagra stories that are really bad. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe on another day, a little earlier. <sighs> Lame. Let's talk about <laughs> bugs in your produce. Yeah. <laughs> What a boner killer. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Whitney, you got that right. Yeah, I know. Um, maybe you were working at a grocery store. And I mean, like the biggest fear is that you open up that banana crate, right? Mm. Maybe you were working at a grocery store. Maybe you were loading Doc Larry. Mm. 
and you saw a crazy spider in the bananas. In the grapes, check your produce. I watched a, um, I think it must have been a TikTok or whatever, but uh, someone went through a grocery store, I forgot where it was, mm-hmm. in the States or something, and... Uh, the grocery store like had beautiful displays of like all your oranges and stuff in those like um, wooden or those cardboard trays. Mm. They lifted them up, and there were just like spiders and stuff oh. underneath. Like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, and they're like, make sure you check your produce. And they were just lifting these cardboard trays, and there were just like spiders everywhere. Well, like, were they dangerous spiders or just like? Because I mean, I get it. Insects and food, yeah, go hand in hand. Yeah, especially produce, right? Possibly. Yeah, they didn't highlight if they're like human killers. But if they're they they probably came in on the produce. Oh yeah. So they're just, oh for sure. Yeah, these like vegetable racks and fruit racks are just like riddled with spiders. Oh. So think about that when you're reaching for uh, that next little bunch of bananas. This just solidifies my justification with ordering groceries. Like let somebody else. <laughs> let touch someone else deal with that. No, thank you. Maybe yeah. you were the one putting the produce on the shelf. Like, do you oh. think twice? Like, has anybody seen like a black widow? Mm-hmm. I just want to live in denial about all just, the bugs. Do you stomp it? Store. Like shake it to the floor and just, like stomp it? I, like, I, think, it. I think I would stomp it right away. Or maybe I'd run. It. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. All right. We're going to talk about the terrifying bugs in your produce. Where were you working? Maybe it was at home. Did anybody come across a venomous spider? Mm. Did, you, did, did the grocery store have to get shut down? Let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we're talking about um, finding really gross things in your produce. Um, all because an, in Austria, a supermarket shut down due to uh, a spider that was found in the bananas. And this one can cause long-lasting, painful erections in men. So they had to shut down the grocery store. The, the, I would burn down the grocery store. <laughs> the manager the manager pulled the fire alarm. Somebody asked why would he, he pull the fire alarm. It was to evacuate the building. Yeah. So that everybody would get out. And imagine then, how many boners. I, <laughs> Way too many boners. They can't handle it. That building cannot handle they that can't many. handle it. The fire code can't handle that many boners in one building. Not at all. That's right. So they shut the doors to the grocery store, and it hasn't been reopened because they cannot find this spider. Are they going to, like, fumigate the place? I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I Probably. guess everything in there. Well, I think there's a lot of people who are afraid to go in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, um, like if you don't have that working part, uh, then you suffer from high blood pressure and possibly your organs being shut down. So we want to know from you guys, uh, maybe you worked in a grocery store, maybe you're just shopping in one. Did you cross, come across something really creepy crawly yeah. in your produce? Uh, Amanda's at the top here. Um, how are you doing, Amanda? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you were going through your produce and you found a little critter in there? Yeah, I was. I bought a three pack of peppers at a store. Yeah, and I opened the peppers. I took the red one out, cut the top off, and three moths flew out of the pepper. What? <laughs> you had um, you had three moths inside the pepper. Inside the pepper. How was that even like, possible? They were the inside of it. Um, well, when they're growing, it obviously got into it and then just kept growing. Oh! Oh my gosh! And like, it, obviously, there was like, uh, like moth babies inside the pepper, and then you freed and then they them grew up a little bit. Yeah, did they like fly out? Yeah, they flew right out. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> That's so gross. Store, and I'm like, these peppers have moths in them, and they're like, it happens. It, it does. I guess it does. Yeah. I've never, ever experienced that in my life, and I think I'd be turned off of peppers for a bit. <laughs> I could eat a bell pepper for like a year and a half. I was uh, yeah. like, nope. 
nope, I can't cut into these. I can't look at these. No. Yeah, I don't blame you. That is that is nasty and weird. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, thanks, gross. Amanda. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see that. No. I just. Uh, I just quickly googled it too. Here, uh, it's a diamondback moth. So it they've been discovered in- infesting bell peppers. This is in like BC too. So you cut open your I'm pepper, reading. and moths can fly out at your face. Yeah, and they're just like. Pfft. Oh, God. I guess they just lay lay babies. Oh. I don't know. I don't know the whole process, but I'm guessing babies are put in there, and then yeah. they just grow. Yeah, I guess. with the pepper they feed on the pepper on the inside. Yeah. Ugh. Do you still eat it? No, oh. no. If, if bugs fly out of it, <laughs> shake it out. You're oh. like, well, it's not moldy. I just, I think it probably is edible. Yeah, but my stomach, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne downtown at five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, in the '90s, I was a manager for one of those big grocery stores. We toured the distribution center. They get the bananas when they are green, and they had a ripening room, so they would fill it with pile." pallets of bananas seal it up and then ethylene gas is pumped into the room the reason why they gas the bananas is to cause them to turn from green to yellow so that because no one wants to buy green bananas yeah yeah once all the now yellow bananas are removed there were all sorts of creepy crawlies in the room because the gas that was pumped into that room caused the creepy crawlies to leave the fruit oh one of the staff members got arrested for collecting and selling the tarantulas he would find in the bananas <gasps> bananas have that many tarantulas that's alarming like, I don't know. Like did way they? back in the day when I worked at Walmart, I, I didn't. I, I don't recall seeing anything, but they had signs up, like spider signs. Yeah. When like shipments of uh, produce would come in, like Ta- bananas and all that. Tanya in the orchard says my brother worked in the produce section of our local grocery store. He said they find a lot of spiders. Most of the tarantulas they find are dead, but also bats and snakes. Well, I mean, I guess it. What would you rather, a tarantula in your grapes or a snake? A snake. Snake? Yeah. I'd take a snake. Oh, snake all day long. Mm-hmm. A tarantula? Oh, what not, do you do with it? I'm not uh, eating bananas ever again. Well, I guess you sell it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, this guy got arrested for it. Put that tarantula on Marketplace. This text here, 56789, says, Back in the day, my boyfriend worked at the produce department at an IGA. A tarantula crawled out of one of the banana boxes and then dropped onto the floor. Mm. While everyone saw it, started to freak out. A customer yelled, step on it. My brother looked at him and said, you step on it. <laughs> if you're stepping on something and it's no gone, one, no like one. you could feel it, that ain't oh. good. Or it might like lift its arms oh! up and try to stop your feet a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you see the legs wrap around the top of your it's shoe. Like, no, help me. Oh, God. No, it's, you're not going to step on a tarantula. No, no, no way. Also, no. what if it's got babies on it? Oh, just yeah. Explodes tiny spiders. Oh, God. No, thank yeah, you. No, 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 no. <gasps> uh, 780 if you got a story here. Uh, where's Sherry? Sherry, what's up? What's your story? I used to work at Safeway back in 92. And um, our produce manager, Glenn, from St. Albert Safeway, if you're listening and still there, he used to freak us out. Yeah. With spiders from the grapes. Oh, what would and he do with the spiders? He would put it in jars and bring it up to us cashiers to show us. <laughs> I know, right? Except I am freaked out completely with spiders, so I wouldn't get too close, but they were convinced that it was a widow. Oh, no. I would believe it right away. Yes. Sorry, Mark? I said I'd believe it right away that it was a black widow. Oh, for sure. And it, it wasn't a red hourglass. It was more of a, I don't know, like a light brown. Oh. So 
But like I said, I did not see it. And it was probably an inch long. It was huge. Oh, God. Would he constantly do this or it was like a one-off? Well, that was a one-off that I remember. But other other uh, friends of mine, cashiers, said, oh, yeah, Glenn came in today again with some worm or some centipede or <laughs> something. Glenn. I know. Crazy. Oh. And I'm like... Why would he touch it? But he just, yeah, well, he was yeah. a good guy. But he maybe he, it out a lot. maybe he was using it as awareness to be like, hey yeah. guys, when you're handling the uh, produce at the till, <laughs> keep in mind there might be bugs on it, yeah. like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. To this day, I wash my grapes pretty good and pick off all the fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what you got to do. <laughs> oh oh man, such a Glenn thing to do. It is. <laughs> Okay. I know, it's the guy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks, Sherry. <laughs> thanks, guys. Great show. Love you. Oh, thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Well. Glenn, I mean, Glenn's just out there playing tricks on everybody, right? I would. Wouldn't you be interested, though? Like, if you're not really working with all the produce in the back, wouldn't you be interested on the, the wild bugs that they're I mean, finding? I guess. Versus just seeing the memos that come out. I want to see this spider. Oh, nope. Live in denial. <laughs> Some people are even finding like lizards. Like this text here, 56789 says, I haven't found anything, but my daughter found a baby gecko in the produce. Mm. Took it home in her pocket, cared for it. It didn't live very long. Though. I've seen uh, geckos in bags of salad. And that's been in L- the news. But they're dead, too. right? Yeah, they're like, dead. They're usually yeah. dead. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to, like, yeah, they're, they're leaves. They yeah. eat leaves too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They'll be on the underside of a leaf. Oh. They make it through all the cleaning process. <laughs> this text here says it wasn't in my food, but it was in my trailer. A spider bit me 14 times overnight, and I still have the bites. They're itching, oozing sores now. Oh! I went to the doctor, and they said there's not much you could do. Just polysporin, a warm cloth until they heal. Is that just like a spider that came from the outside, or like produce that you brought in no, your house? No, that's like that's a spider from the outside. Oh. Oh, is it the brown recluse? This text here says, "You guys, oh, I wasn't at the grocery store, but when I was at the four, when I was fourteen, I was at a water slide park. I brought my bag into the main area, and when I was unpacking my bag later that night, a giant tarantula-looking spider scurried out of my bag and onto my bed. Oh. I made my mom go in and look for it, but we never found it. No." I didn't sleep in my room for over a month. It still creeps me out thinking about it. You bailed on your room for a month? I would, too. Chances are the spider moved on from your bedroom, probably headed to the kitchen. No, I don't know. Oh. All night, you'd just be like, is it under my bed? Well, yeah, I definitely wouldn't is it sleep under in my room bed? for the night. No. Is it under my bed? Oh. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, um, we have to talk about the Alberta Donaire costume. Oh, right. I forgot about the Donaire. You might remember that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I don't want you guys to forget about it. Um, It is an auction for a full-size Donaire costume that sparked a fierce bidding war in Alberta and beyond in Mm -hmm. its final hours. When does this thing shut down? I just pulled it up. 11 hours, 53 minutes, 33 seconds. So, we all decided one day to say what we thought the Donaire costume would go. I think I'm already out. Yeah, me and you. We're both out. We're both out. It's soared way over what you and I thought people would bid for it. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's yeah. a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, left in the uh, game is uh, Haley. Yeah. 16,800. Okay. And Ginge, 17,500. Oh, you guys went high. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, as of last night, the highest bid mm-hmm. was $16,020. <laughs> it's still, that's uh, the highest bid right so now. So if it stays that way, then Haley wins, right? 
Yep, closest to without going closest over. Closest to, yeah, Closest for sure. to without going over. Yeah, yeah. Now, much of the bidding war was uh, involved, of course, Donair restaurants. Everybody wants their hands on it. Some were here in Alberta. Others were Halifax-based. They were hoping to, you know, bank off the publicity of this. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Is that like once it goes away... The well, publicity on it's probably gone, right? Well, you do you do a quick thing. It'll it'll have some social media traction for like a week, and then and then yeah, just yeah. it's it's done. It's a really good costume, though. It's like well it's, done. It's a tinfoil wrap donair. Comes complete with replica meat, onions, tomatoes, lettuce, and a dribbling of sauce, which looks real. The listing says it's about one point four meters high. It's made of latex. Vulcanized rubbers and synthetics, and it comes with a silver bodysuit to complete the authentic tinfoil look. Mm-hmm. Now, the province says the costume was designed and created by Alterian Studios in California, and it was actually purchased in 2015 to be used in a safety video campaign about the perils of driving while high on cannabis. Oh. The video, though, was never made. <laughs> so I'm guessing they were going to have like somebody high who's seen Donairs. I guess, like, yeah, it's like Mega Munchie. <laughs> Mega you're Munchie, like, yes. While you're behind the wheel of a car, yeah. I want to um, see the unmade video. I, I, oh, the, I don't or think, the unreleased video. I don't think they ever shot it. No. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. it was never made. Mm. The government's surplus auction typically sells unused equipment or items seized from law enforcement. So who does have the highest bid right now? It's just a dude, right? Uh, yeah, it was because uh, you had the primetime Donair, Blowers and Crafton, yep. Jagermeister. Yes. And the top one uh, outbid primetime down air by $15 is that YouTuber camping with Steve. Steve, what are you going to do with this thing? <laughs> <laughs> I guess try to sell it. I don't because I, I watched a couple of his YouTubes. I don't know how this donair would fit I'm into not sure his, his yeah. vibe of like camping. <laughs> I guess he could try to sell it. You ain't getting that much for no, it. No, try to recoup it. I don't know. Do some YouTubes on it. I don't know. Yeah, but it, once again, like if he all of a sudden, if camping with Steve just rolled this into his channel, people would be like, "What the hell is this?" It would. It makes. It would make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. So it goes right until eight o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. So anybody can still come in and. Uh, I wonder and scoop if. It up. Uh, I I feel like uh, this YouTuber threw his name in the mix just because he, he got caught up in the hype. Uh, I don't think he wants it. So he's probably like fingers crossed someone outbids him by like uh, $5. I did that at a silent auction once. I got all like swept up in the moment. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't have any extra money yeah. to spend on some like... Just a cool 10k? No. Oh god. Oh god. No, no. It was I like, hope I don't get it. No, no. Like scale way down. It was like maybe like $75 yeah, yeah. on like this like art that I didn't... Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I'll put in for a silent bid. And then I kept watching it. And I'm like, oh, my God, no one's bidding over yeah. me. Uh, like, quick, I don't want this. Yeah. Uh, quickly, 780-489-4669. Did you accidentally put a winning bid on a silent auction that you didn't really mm-hmm. want? Just like Mars saying, you kind of yeah. got swept up in it. You threw the bid and you're like, there's no way. And then they call your name. You're like, no. Well, I didn't even I, really have the I money. I don't want this, this framed yeah. picture for $500. Yeah. Like, it was like a radio thing. You know how like sometimes you had to host like charities or. Yeah. And then they would do a silent auction. Everyone was like, how come you guys aren't bidding on the silent auction? I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah, you're big time radio people. <laughs> sure. Share bids in. Yeah, you're like, like 42000 a year, but okay. <laughs> I have $5 in my bed. <laughs> yeah, okay. Please. Yeah, right. I won those pictures. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh-huh. Sure did. Wonderful. Had to pay the 75 bucks. Well, yeah, you I was have to so pay mad at myself. I should have never gotten swept up in it. Are you allowed on a silent auction to be like, no? 
Give it to the one below me? I mean, yeah. What are they going to do? Sue you for your money? Like, <laughs> like no. I guess it looks you know, bad. It just looks bad. Charity, but. Yeah, it just looks really bad. Uh-huh. Have you ever put bid on a silent auction, Haley? No. Don't I, do it. I thought about it with that Donair suit just to like have my name on the bid. Oh, okay. But yeah. I'm like so terrified that I'm going to end up having to pay $16,000 for a Donair costume. Well, it skyrocketed fast because the, the starting bid was $50. It's this been, this Donair costume started at $50. It's been sitting at that $16.20 for a long no time. No one's going to go yeah, over that. That's, that's why, a lot. That's why I think the YouTuber is sweating. He's like, because he jumped in right when it was still like boom, 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 like bid after bid after bid. And then he threw his bid that was yeah. $15 higher than the previous one and it's stuck. Maybe he's got and a he's plan. Like, no! <laughs> I, I wonder if people are waiting until like the 11th hour to it's, do their last minute bids. I wonder. It's tonight at 8? Is that when it... 11 hours from now. 11 yeah. hours from now. Yeah, 11 hours 48 minutes. I'm, yeah, guaranteed uh, Steve does not want this. Well, maybe he does. He's we ho- don't know. Yeah, he's hoping. I, well, I, once again, I don't think he wants it. Also, I don't think it fits. He's got like he's 16 grand to toss around like that. Why am I not YouTubing and sleeping in parking lots? Right? Uh, <laughs> get to it. I right? think people would pay to see that. Oh. Yeah, he's sleeping under like signs. <laughs> he's covering his car with. Uh, some fabric. In yeah, I mean, if it's <laughs> if it's like if it's really making not a, much going on on that YouTube. If it's making show. a money, I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. that's great, right? Yeah, get to it. This text here five six seven eight nine says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, I did bid on a silent auction once. Crash, you asked if you can turn it down. You can. Oh. I was incredibly embarrassed though. I didn't have a, a lot of money to." Uh, give away on a silent auction so I went to the auctioneer afterwards and explained my situation mm-hmm. they looked at me tisk 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 said that they could have made money <gasps> if I just would have not bid oh no I agreed they basically said you took away from the charity or the event yeah I, but they didn't take my money which I guess in reality makes that the auctioneer makes total sense it makes sense, sense. Because you're they, taking money because they could have the got charity, that bid right? from someone else uh, Laurel at 56789 says oh my gosh I did that too Mars a pair of framed lions. <laughs> Why do we bid on these pictures? <laughs> Thank God someone outbid me last minute, but I kept walking by looking at that silent auction. Uh-huh. It was going to be $200 out of my pocket. Oh, no. Oh. oh. <laughs> Chris and Spruce Grove. Damn it, twice on those dang photos at Savon. No one bids on them. Never again. Chris, don't... <laughs> I get, I know exactly what you're. They're they're right at the yeah. After they the always tills. have them there, and it's not. You can a, bid on them. It's never really a photo that you would ever put up. So mm. do you think Chris is just walking by and he's like, oh, you know what? I'll just throw my name on. That's how they get you. And then he's the only one who yep. put his name on it. And Chris probably thought for sure, like, oh, pff, so many people walk by. Guaranteed, I'm not going to be the only one, but. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. And then they call him a month later. They're like, congratulations, you on the silent auction. <laughs> like, for what? <laughs> no, please, no. And they're like, wow, those mountainscape paintings from oh, Savon. Oh, no. Oh. And like, you'd have to put them up because you paid for them, right? Oh, Chris just texted in. He said uh, one, one's, one photo was McDavid. Yeah. And the other one was a Marvel. Oh, okay. Was a Marvel painting. Mm-hmm. Did you use any of them? Oh, I guess the McDavid one throw up in your rec room if you have, or okay. garage. Sure, in your garage, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't. I mean, I guess if you really want it, bid. I, you know, but well, if you really want it, sure, yeah. But, but that's how they. But get a you. lot of us just feel like we need to. You just throw yeah. a bid in. Uh-huh. If you're at some event and there's a lineup of different silent auctions, you're like, well, I might as well put my name in because Becky and accounting beside me just put one in. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, here, uh, Greg, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Good, good. Hey, we're good. Uh, you ended up uh, uh, throwing a bid into a silent auction. Did you accidentally win it? <laughs> oh, I totally accidentally won it. <laughs> oh, no. It was no. out of my scope. No. Uh, like a 1970s, 1960s Leclerc loom. Uh, you should Google it just to see the, the sheer size of this thing. Okay. okay. I, my, wife at the, my wife at the time was uh, very into fiber arts, and it was very out of her scope of wanting things to do. Okay. So, oh, it's in the it's, it's in the basement of collecting dust. Oh no! How, did you say how much you paid for it, Greg? Sorry, two two hundred and fifty bucks. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, because you, you just got swept you up got in swept the moment. Up in it. Swept up in the moment. I thought it was something that the wife would want, and uh, it turned out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> You're like, "It's all for you, baby." <laughs> oh. I love that you still have it too. Me too. Oh boy. <laughs> Can't get rid of it. Okay, thanks, Greg. All right, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. This text here five six seven eight nine. Uh, okay, so apparently a lot of people have bid on those paintings or those pictures at Savon. Yeah, this one here says sometimes they sneak them into a BP's. Oh, I put my name down on one and I won it. I was the only name on it. It oh. was Marvel. Oh no. Yep. Oh boy. So uh, they get you. I'm, huh? I'm seeing a trend here with people uh, messaging in um, that if you choose to put your bid in on these pictures, you're the only one. No one else. No one does else it. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah, hello. Oh, hello. Hey, Hi. Uh, you dabbled in a silent auction, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Uh-oh. we just stopped for a couple of drinks. <laughs> oh, it's always the way. Up, <laughs> I ended up with hundreds of dollars in hockey memorabilia, and I don't know a good gosh darn about hockey. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that is great. Did you feel pressure to throw a bid in? Well, I, it looks so exciting. You know, you know, all these kids are having some fun auction for their hockey team. And I'm like, you know, maybe a picture of Sidney Crosby would be okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then I got some sign thing with the nude, some hockey card. And yeah. I don't know, some jersey that says Joseph on it, number two. I don't know who Joseph is, but I'm pretty great. <laughs> so you, they're like, hey, congratulations, uh, Sarah, you got the winning bid. Were you like, oh, my God, No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I'm like, oh, super. Like, you know, we're not a hockey family. I mean, I don't like football more than anything else. Oh, that is great. And, I, and guaranteed, you're probably getting stink eye from like people that are actually a oh. fan of hockey. They're like, what? Well, she then, won it? Then ah. outbid her. Then yeah, outbid her. Outbid. They should have outbid you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I've, I've got all this crap in my basement now, but I guess <laughs> what it looks nice for people who know what hockey is about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Okay, thanks, Sarah. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You notice she started that off by saying, I had a couple of drinks. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. When they have these silent auctions at events, you're always a couple drinks in. You walk the table sober and you're like, hmm, no, I would never. You know what I need? Yeah. A massive elephant. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my bedroom. <laughs> That's exactly it. Honey, this is a little gray above the mantle. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Kathy, hello. 
Hello, how are you? Good, Hi, good. good. Um, you took part in an auction as well, right? Oh. A silent, well, was it exactly. a silent auction? No, it was actually my son. He went to one of those car auctions where you can oh. go and you bet on cars. Oh, oh God, yes. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> then he comes home and says, well, I accidentally bought a car. And I'm going, how do you accidentally bid on a car that you didn't even want anyway? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he get swept up in the moment? I think he did, but it was like a Pontiac Sunfire. Oh. <laughs> he got caught up on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the good thing is, I'm going to say the uh, the bids on that didn't go high. No, it was probably about 2500 bucks. I think he paid for it, though. Still, but, uh, yeah, it's not a car that he wanted. Oh. No. <laughs> it's like, okay, bud, no problem. Auctions then are dangerous. Cause I I've, see you I've been to some car fast, auctions. Yes. It gets wheeled up on the little yep. uh, podium stage thing there, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I've put my hand up, and I'm like, no, I don't want this. <laughs> and then immediately I'm looking around. I'm like, someone else better bid. Quick. <laughs> yeah, no one else is bidding on it either. I know. Yeah. I'm like, you guys want a Sunfire? Sunfire, over there. And then boom. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. great. Okay, thanks, Kathy. Oh, thanks, Kathy. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. This text here at 5679 says, I bid on art at a live auction because no one was bidding for the piece and I felt Aww. bad for the artist. Oh, no. I thought my bid would just get things started. Nope. I ended up having to buy it. It wasn't my taste, so then I donated it for a silent auction that was happening in Kananaskis. Yeah. The artist found out I gave away their painting <gasps> and called me on oh, it. My God. What? Oh, no. I, I would just spin it as I'm helping out a charity. I, yeah. I, I mean, like, I bought your art. Yeah. What do you want? What do you care what I yeah. do with it? Beat it, artist. We redid the house and it doesn't fit with the theme anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Something. Usually, though, that's what uh, that's what it takes at an auction. You oh. need that primer bid. Yeah. They you, should plant people then. You need that. Uh, yeah, but then it doesn't oh, get I guess sold. Oh, that's a rough one. Uh, Carly, hello. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good, Hi, good. Good. Uh, you thought you would uh, throw your name down for a silent auction. You had no, you had no, uh, no way of knowing that you're going to win this, right? <laughs> Absolutely, and I have to like I am totally that person as the previous texture where what, especially the silent auctions I was like oh there's nothing on this bid I should put my name down just to get it going right it takes a lot of practice to like get out of that mentality but I was at Pets in the Park once and uh, it's a great cause obviously but I put my name down for um, somebody was offering up their timeshare for a week in Mexico and I was like great <laughs> so. I put it down like I, I think my bid was like six hundred and seventy-five bucks. Oh, well, which I thought was reasonable. Again, not thinking I would get it, and then they called me a week later at like eight in the morning, and they're, they're going, "Hi, congratulations!" And I was like, "Who's this?" And um, yeah, except the time share doesn't—it's not inclusive, all inclusive, and it doesn't include flight, so it, it ended up being like two thousand dollars. Oh no! Did you go? Like, did I you end up going? I just, we did, and I just didn't end up, like, I didn't think you could turn it down. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah, they don't technically, they don't have your info, so they can't charge you, Well, but they do, they have your name and your, your full name yeah, and your you number, but. you can't get money from that. Oh, uh, but true. still, you feel bad. What are you going to well, say? Yeah, like, yeah. just jokes? Like, in fairness, it was an amazing trip, so, like, like you know, hindsight, it was, it was great, but in the moment, I was like, what have I done? <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet. That's a pricey mistake. Oh, gosh. Well, I had to wake my husband up and go, um, so, like, we're going to Mexico? 
And no. he was like, oh my gosh, what? And I had to explain what I did. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know if I have time. You're like, well, you have to because yeah, it's you separate this it. time. <laughs> Plus we're losing 675 bucks. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh rough one. <laughs> okay, thanks, Carly. <laughs> hey, take care. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. Oh. Oof. Yeah, she said point, she did it just to get the bid going. Like well, sure, yeah. Because you feel bad. You walk by, you're like, oh, there's no bid on this one. Because <sighs> once again, all it takes is that primer bid, usually. Mm-hmm. Although we're discovering that's not the case at all. Uh, one more on this. Robert, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, and yourself? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you took part in a silent auction, right? I didn't take part. I was actually hosting the oh. selling auction oh, for no. for a golf tournament for my uh, previous company. Right. And our goal for that year for the salary uh, hospital was $21,000. Yeah. And almost before the night was over, we were about $3,500 short. And I decided to say, if we get to $21,000, i will shave my head. <laughs> in, in seconds, within, within seconds. seconds, there's hundred dollar bills everywhere. Oh, no. and we got over twenty four thousand dollars for the charity. Oh, I mean, that's, that's really great nice. News. And, and how's the hair? And so they took me outside with a tablecloth from a table. They What's... got some uh, cutters from the hotel and they shaved my head right on the grass. Wow. I went home and my kids looked up at me and said, Mom, someone's at the door. <laughs> they didn't recognize you. <laughs> they didn't recognize me at all. Wow. They they wanted your hair wow. that day. They like dragged you outside. Like... That they did. Jeez, yeah. they really... the, yeah. the one other thing I remember is we went, all went to the bar that night and I could feel anybody who walked behind me. Yeah. Just oh, yeah, because the, the wind. Cool breeze. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Good on you, though, for uh, committing to it. Yeah, you're a good sport. Yeah. I just said hands off. Hands off. I was just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I support the charity, but not like this. Look what I had to do, you cheap asses. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, great story. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Robert. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Why do I have this vision oh. of them, them, like, dragging him outside? Well, it sounded like they just went to town on his right? head. <laughs> like, whatever Robert. cutting device they could find. Yeah, mob mentality. <laughs> yeah, the, the shoddy razors from the front desk oh, at the hotel, God. scissors, anything. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh. Well, mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see what this donor goes for then, I guess. Uh, the bidding closes tonight, so yeah. we'll have to see who gets it. 11 hours like I said, bids I'll, in. I'll bet you in like the final hour, I'll bet you it will start to go up again. A donor shop will get it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then we'll see it in mm-hmm. the news again. All right, a flight departing Toronto last month. Could it have ended in disaster for over 150 passengers? If not for the flight crew and air traffic controllers, calm handling of the situation. You probably didn't hear about this. It's wild. The Air Canada Airbus A321 departed Toronto shortly after 10 a.m. and it was on its way to Calgary and it said it would not arrive as scheduled. Apparently it was in the process of climbing altitude when pilots saw a problem, contacted the control tower with their request to stop their climb at 9,000 feet to sort out a mechanical issue and a recording of the flight crew and air traffic controllers conversation was shared on YouTube. Um, Basically the pilot, um, he doesn't say like we're all going down. He just basically <laughs> says, um, we've, we've had a failure. I, uh, uh, is it best not to know? Or do you want to know? Like details. I, yeah, I don't like know. Like if your pilot comes on, it's like, <laughs> ding. This is your pilot here. Just to let everyone know, I've lost full control of the airplane. We should be okay. 
Drinks are on us. Yeah, <laughs> drinks are on us. Uh, the whole, like, if you want to hear the the uh, control tower go back and forth with the pilots, the whole video is about 10 mm. or 15 minutes long. Um, apparently, and I didn't know this, the crew declares a pan-pan, P-A-N-P-A-N. It's an international signal used when a ship, aircraft, or other type of vehicle is in the state of urgency and requires assistance. They say, basically, it's short of the more critical mayday. Oh. That's what they did. Mayday's more extreme. He said, quote, Toronto, it's Air Canada 139, pan, 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 pan. We've had a hydraulic system failure. We're returning to Toronto. (sighs) Hydraulics, by the way, are a critical component in commercial aircraft, such as the A321 in this incident. They are used to move control surfaces that steer the plane. Oh, my God. Steering. Oh. That's not good. Oh. Luckily, emergency services responded following the plane's touchdown. They reported leaking of the hydraulic fluid under the aircraft's fuselage. Everybody is okay. Drinks were on the house. <laughs> they gotta be. Oh, my God. Yeah, really stiff drinks, too. The video of them talking with the control tower has gone viral if you do want to check it out. How terrifying. Well, and the thing is, is you're sitting on the plane. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't. Yeah, yeah. Because this is between... Sure, yeah, yeah. Would you want to know, though? Nope. Right? It's best not to know. No, let me watch my Netflix. Yeah. Let me, you know, chill out. And even if the plane, like, drops 3,000 feet quickly because of a mechanical failure, just tell me it's weather. Yeah, yeah, just tell me it's weather. (laughs) And then I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I'll believe you. Crazy weather out there. I'll believe you. Yeah, Yeah, I will believe you. Versus us losing a wing. (laughs) I know, right? Um, Also in airline news, an American Airlines captain, unexpected announcement about social etiquette has taken the internet by storm. Uh, Apparently a bunch of, like everybody was getting on and buckling up for the Boeing 737 flight when the pilot came on and it sounds like he's done with it. Mm. Like he is done. Mm -hmm. He's done with people. Um, I do have some of the footage here. Are you ready? I do love a pilot scolding everyone. This is a pilot. <laughs> yeah. He's and he's finished with he's it. He's done. He doesn't want end of any his, end of his rope. He doesn't want any of your crap. Mm. Have a listen. Remember, the flight attendants are primarily here for your safety. After that, they're here to make the flight more enjoyable. They're going to take care of you guys, but you will listen to what they have to say because they represent my will in the cockpit or in the cabin, and my will is what matters. Be nice to each other. Be respectful of each other. I shouldn't have to say that. You people should treat people the way you want to be treated. Is what I have to say in every single flight because people don't. the video though put in your nobody wants to hear your dumb oh video yeah i love this pilot that, yeah he's a great pilot he yeah. says all the mean things that i'm thinking on planes. yeah he does oh yeah yeah big time yeah. i love to how like everybody's quiet because be, you don't know what's happening you're like is this for real like, that's gonna be such a quiet flight everybody's gonna have their heads down just thinking about what they've done <laughs> <Everybody's>, yeah <laughs> heads down in shame 
They're like, I have messed up. Oh. I've failed you, pilot. Sorry, so, pilot. Oh, so true. that is great. He's, he's not mad. He's just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. It is wild, though, the places where people fire up their tablets or phones. Oh, I know. Put your headphones on. I was at the gym the other day and I was on a treadmill and like five treadmills down. Uh, the worst. A lady rolled up. She had bags. Oh. She had her uh, bag and stuff, throws it on the ground. She fired up her tablet full blast. No Why? headphones. Yeah, like I'm going to the gym today. I forgot my headphones. Oh, so guess what? Yeah. I'm just going to work out without. I'm not going to fire up my music on my phone yeah. or a video. Yeah, she just had uh, like full Netflix just blasting. Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, it's not even oh. running like faint. She just cranked it right up. I'm yeah. like, what is that chick Did doing? You just don't care about the people around you. No, like, it's you just, don't. They're not yeah. a thought. It no. doesn't matter. She needs to take a flight on this guy's airplane. That is wild. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing, um, box jumps the other day and a girl came lunging through the thing stopped in the middle of her lunges and said can you move and I was like <laughs> I have been here for 10 minutes did you not see me like did you not oh like, excuse God. me yeah excuse me I'm like you know you could just like shift over yeah yeah oh also I started before you but people just aren't aware no god no of their no. of their surroundings maybe the pilot's right people need uh, that yeah. heart, that uh, stern reminder everybody needs a stern talking to like yeah, once yeah. a week mm-hmm. myself included mm-hmm. Haley yeah. knock it off <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly everybody needs a stern talking yeah, to yeah, once right. a week just knock it off <sighs> alright everyone says that they love a bargain and we can all say that that's very true but seeking out deals can be a very time consuming hustle 85% of people say that finding a good deal on something is such a boost mm-hmm. a rush of endorphins that it makes their day. Mm. So if you find if you can find that good deal, yeah. crashes right in here on this deal. By the way, sweet deal. In a recent survey of two thousand people, thirty four percent say that they are the best bargain hunter they know. Eighty five percent of people say they search for deals today more than they've ever searched in their life. Obviously due to inflation. Mm-hmm. So what counts as a deal? On average, people say an item needs to be at least. 36% off. Oh yeah. For it to be a deal. Not mm. 25, yeah. not 20, 36%. Yeah. One in 5 people said it needs to be 50% off or more to be worthwhile. Oh yeah, if you can find a 50%, oh, woo, good find. That's a great day. Yeah, yeah. 56% of people say that they will not purchase something unless it goes on sale, so they will wait to see if it will go on sale. Oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, they will not pay regular price. There's a couple things that we'll wait for on sale, like things that we don't really need, but we mm-hmm. kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Like one of them, we're waiting for, uh, you know those truck ramps? Oh yeah. Hayden needs one of those to yeah. get the quad in the back of his truck. Nice, nice. So we're keeping an eye on the price on that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eyeballs on it. Yeah. I got some uh, rails if you need. Oh. You want to? You want to buy them? We do have rails, like the little yeah, the yeah. ramps. Eh. Yeah, I will be chatting with you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll sell them to you, and then when I need to load my quad, I'll borrow them from you. Absolutely, <laughs> you can use them whenever you want. Perfect. <laughs> and sixty-six percent of people are confident that they can find a deal on anything. Mm. Anything. Oh yeah. And this last one made me laugh because it made me think about Crash as well. When it comes to dickering for the sticker. <laughs> oh, dicker with the sticker all Absolutely. the time. 65% of people in this study say that they are good bargainers and negotiators. There's something fun about dickering with the oh, sticker. Yeah. And by the way, you guys, uh, anytime you get a good deal, um, y- you tend to send me messages, which I love. They're like, by the way, I thought you'd be interested to know uh, I paid X amount of dollars and got a sweet deal. 
discount because I dicker with the sticker. <laughs> I love, love it. I love those messages I get from you guys. <laughs> so I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, do you live with someone who dickers with the sticker? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I won't do it. Which I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. Why, I just... why would you want to pay full price with something that you can negotiate over? Yeah. Do you feel See, like, like you're ripping them off? Like, for example, like, you know, like when you travel and yeah. you want to buy something from, I don't know, like a child. No. Uh, okay. Sometimes, <laughs> with the sticker. <laughs> sometimes it is underaged people working. Sure. Yeah. That are working those booths. I would rather not buy than bargain. Yeah. Sometimes you need something from them. I would rather just walk away uh, rather than bargain. No. Haley, when you guys went to Cuba and Mexico, did you dick her? <laughs> Absolutely. I knew right? really I'd like Hayden stand back. He, <laughs> I got this. He cannot dicker to save his life. Why? So I'm like, you need to, because he, he feels bad for people. Like, I no, do too. I just want to pay. And I'm like, no, sit down. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you want and I will go get it for you. Mm-hmm. Do not, don't even linger by me because they'll see the softness in your eyes and they'll yeah. target you. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you go stand far away. <laughs> Were you able to get people like way low? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's the best part. Not like super low yeah. to the point where it's like, a crime yeah, yeah but like lower so that it wasn't like inflated oh for sure yeah like last year uh when we were in mexico i broke my sunglasses and the sunglass guy on the mm-hmm. beach with the big uh, rack of them with his knockoff ray-bans kept uh hitting me up and i'm like he started at 70 i think it was like 70 dollars mm-hmm. for these i'm like i'm not paying that i'm like these are junk yeah and then like he came back he probably came back what like 10 times he did yeah and i yeah. wore him down to seven dollars <laughs> <laughs> And then they broke. Yeah. No, I still got them. Do you still got? Oh, oh yeah. I thought those were the ones that fell. No, oh, no. oh no, the um, no, the Ray Ban. The word wore off. The yeah. word wore off the like, side. Yeah. Before I even left the beach, but yeah, I paid seven bucks. But then he yelled at me. He's like, "Now my family's gonna starve." I'm he like, did well, say that. I'm like, "You're the one that sold them to me for seven dollars." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I'm like, "I'm trying to be on holidays. I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to relax." Crashes arguing with people working. I didn't the beach. find it a high stress event. Spiking your anxiety. We did ours in. Uh, there was a shop that was in the the hotel yeah and this necklace huh. i actually got dickered down Ooh, nice like 50 or 60 bucks yeah you so did like, oh it's my birthday and hayden's like well you know i already got you a necklace for your birthday so you should put that back and we're like oh yeah i guess and she's like oh no it's your birthday we give you a special birthday deal. oh yeah and yeah I'm like, ah! oh here we go here we go yeah oh yeah we in the hotel shop yep Oh, you can, yeah, you can negotiate anywhere. In the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah, perfect. (laughs) We were in there haggling. Yeah, because they ain't moving much jewelry, so if they can, they have a chance of moving any any item, they're gonna. Yeah. All right, I want to know from you guys, and by the way, remember, if you do join the conversation this morning at 780-489-4669, or by texting at 56789, you're automatically entered to win a $500 gift card to Kingsway Mall for back to school. Mm -hmm. So make sure you join this conversation, because the alarms could go off at any time, and then we're going to call somebody to give it away. Um, Do you, or maybe it's you, uh, live with a dicker? Mm-hmm. Someone who loves to dicker with the sticker. Yeah. Have they ever embarrassed you? Have you ever embarrassed somebody? Crash embarrassed me on the beach in Mexico with that. With the uh, which I don't know. He came back to yell at you over how low he went. Oh yeah, several times. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, like, he came right back to us and he's like, "Just so you know, yeah, like I can't feed my family. Here's well, your not- sunglasses back. Give me back my seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't take problem that. solved. Yeah, done. Yeah, he would never. That's a. It's just. A, it's part of the process. I don't think it is. Oh, I think it's part of the process. The one guy I couldn't negotiate with was the guy with the wheelbarrow of nuts. Oh yeah, he, he wasn't was moving. Not budging on the price no, of he nuts. 
<laughs> like, just pay for the And then he threatened to wheel them away. I'm like, okay, hold on. I'll, I'll pay your price. <laughs> you really want yeah, those I nuts. really want some pistachios. <laughs> oh. All right. Maybe it's you. Where is an odd place that you've dickered? Mm-hmm. Or you tried to dicker and they're like, sir, this is like a store. Sir, this is a save on foods. You, <laughs> can't, you, can't, you cannot dicker over asparagus. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we're, not, we're not doing that. Um, maybe it's you. Maybe you did dicker at save on and you ended up like uh, getting a better deal. Yeah, maybe I don't it worked. Know. Maybe it worked. Can that happen? Yeah. Yeah, All did right. you negotiate a price at a weird place that you never would have thought you could have? That's right. Mm. All right. If you live with a dicker, if you are a dickerer, yeah. give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about um, a bargain. And according to a new poll, 34% of people say that they are the best bargain hunter they know. 66% say that they are confident they can get a deal on anything. Um, looking for deals can be a major time suck, but people say that it's worth it. And also, over 60% of people say that they will dicker with the sticker. And there, a lot of people are saying they're doing so more now mm-hmm. than ever before because of inflation. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, for example, I'm, okay, before we go on, I... I'm really uncomfortable doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, I feel like maybe it's because I don't like to ask for stuff. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. uh, Sandy at five, six, seven, eight, nine says, guys, my sister is a dicker. She went in to buy a couch the other day and said, I'll buy it if you throw in those two lamps. And they did. Well, my yeah. jaw hit the floor. Well, yeah, that's what you got to do. What's, well, what's, what's, like, what's no, the worst like, that can happen? Nuts? What if they say, no, are you nuts? I'd be like, well, then I'm taking my money elsewhere. Bye. With yeah, with uh, places nowadays too, they want to move product. I guess everything's got a little wiggle room, like mattresses. Dicker with the sticker. Oh, a hundred. Never pay a full price for. A no, you can always dicker with the sticker on never, a mattress. Never pay full price. Even at like for the mattress. the big boy places. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I've gone in there and I dickered with the sticker. Yeah, Did you dicker when you? Oh came? god, yeah. Absolutely. Is that why he was so sad? <laughs> he was a sad sales he's just guy. Living he's, his life. No, he was. I could feel his depression. <laughs> I, uh, you think he's been so sad? After I like heavily negotiated with the mattress, Mars feels like uh, like I ripped him off and like he's gonna lose commission. Well, because it was he's like forty making... minutes of dickering. Well, yeah. Well, he should have caved. Yeah, that's on him. Yeah, I'm get it done in ten minutes, buddy. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Oh. Right? Let's get her done. So we want to know, what have you dickered? Do you live with a dicker? Do you travel with dickers? Maybe it's you. Or, or if not, like, are you embarrassed because the person that you're with, like, will not let it go? You shouldn't, even, you shouldn't be embarrassed because you're reaping the benefits of uh, this item that you got for cheaper. I guess. And take I that guess. money and maybe go for a nice dinner. I, yeah. With your I, savings. But like 40 minutes of crashing, like, No. And the yeah. guy being like, no. And you guys just staring each I, other down. Guys, I saved a ton. Yeah, we did save money. <laughs> yeah. Um, Phoenix, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hi, good. we're good. Um, you uh, you were able to uh, dicker with the sticker on something, right? I sure was. My first car purchase. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Were you nervous? to do it. Did you know you were going to well, dicker with the sticker or it just happened? I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. <laughs> so how did you do it? Um, it was a small, like, used car dealership. I wanted a 2009 Pontiac Vibe. Yeah. The guy was asking $10,000 for it. Okay. And basically, I was like, dude, this car is not worth that, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can do five or six, and that's about it. He goes, eh, it's been sitting here for a few months. I'll give it to you for five. Oh, oh, nice. That's a huge drop. 
Yeah, so I'm I surprised got you a really went down. Nice car for five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I'm gonna say you completely outdickered that guy. That guy's not a good negotiator. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the car did die like two years later, oh. but <laughs> still, that's pretty good for two years. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's though. not bad. Yeah, yeah, nice. And you feel like uh, you won, which you technically did because you saved a ton of cash. Oh, yeah, and I loved the car, too. That was my baby. Oh, that Uh, is perfect. That's great. I'm proud of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks, Phoenix. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's a good uh, deal. Yeah, this text here says, Mars, I'm with you. Thanks. I am so uncomfortable asking for a lower price. Me, too. I wish I could, but I just don't have it in me. Yeah. What is it? Do you I don't know. Feel, what it, I don't know what it is. Do you feel like uh, they'll look at you like you're cheap? Like, here's the thing: I have no problem walking into management and asking for a raise. Uh huh. But I have a big problem dickering with a sticker. Yeah. Asking for less, which is wild. It is wild because it doesn't hurt. What's the worst they say? No. I I I don't. Maybe I think I'm worried about being like embarrassed like or being down? like, ma'am, What's we don't all- dicker here. And I'd be like, oh. Okay. I'd be like, yeah, you do. No, but they're like, <laughs> yeah, you do. But they're like, please leave the store. I'd be like, no, I'm not leaving until I get this couch with that TV, that coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> All for the price of the couch. <laughs> uh, Amanda, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you ended up uh, doing some wheeling and dealing, some dickering, right? Yeah, so when I was buying our van, um, I researched everything. So I was emailing with the guy back and forth, and he ended up offering me the thirteen grand off and the zero percent. And I guess you're only supposed to offer one or the other. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I had it in writing that he offered me both, they had to honor it for both. Yes, beauty. Yes. So I got to dicker. But another thing me and my husband do is when we do go buy a vehicle, we don't go together, so that I can always go. Oh, just gotta make sure it's okay with my husband. Do you mind if I just call him? And then when you're away, they start sweating. Yeah. And then they're like, I go, oh yeah, he he won't go. For like, okay, well, how about we do this or this? Like, and they always go lower when I'm like, oh, I gotta call my husband. Yeah, because they yeah they don't want to lose the sale. <laughs> they don't want to lose the sale. They don't want to lose the sale. Yes. <laughs> oh, impressive. And like, yeah, did you the- find did you find it was easier to dicker with the sticker when you were going back and forth on email, or you like that face to face interaction? The email was way easier, especially once I knew I got a really good offer when I got both offers offered. Yeah. Because my brother's a car salesman. He's like, they can't do that. They're not allowed to do that. I'm like, what they did? Yeah, you're like, boom. You got the inside. Got it. <laughs> you got the inside. I love it. Okay, thanks, man. I deal with his dealership, though, because I don't, yeah, yeah I don't get a better, I get a better rate when I dicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. This text here, 56789, says a friend dickered with her grades in university. Oh, that's a thing. Got higher grades. Ooh. That's how good of a dickerer they are. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, you can fight your grade a little bit. Really? Uh-huh. How I wish I would have known how that. How much wiggle room do you got? Uh, depends. Uh, if you get a grade back on your paper, you can kind of wiggle room, say, oh, I just think I deserve marks on this because this, 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 and this. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, tests, sometimes you can fight and get more points on. Whoa. Um, yeah, it just depends. But you can definitely, as long as you make an appointment with your professor to like chat about it, yeah, yeah. a lot of the time they will change your grade. Huh. I feel like, do you just wear them down, I'd be like, oh my god, get out of my oh, office. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super annoying. Yeah, just <laughs> fine. a lot of free time. You're like, so I hope you uh, opened up a one hour block for oh our meeting. My god. Here's a slideshow on why I'm right and you are a wrong. <laughs> my PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, however oh. you want, I'll just give it to you. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one. Um, Mike, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. Hi. Uh, you, uh, you love dickering with the sticker, right? I love the dicker with the sticker. The way I see it is it's my money, and I don't care about the other side. <laughs> I mean, you sound like Crash, my friend. Yeah, right? Yeah, you Get guys it done. Two, two peas in a pod, yeah. you guys. Ultimately, if they don't yeah. want to deal with it, they can say no. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And that happened to me uh, when I was trying to buy my truck. I bought a Ford Expedition. I called 21 different car dealerships <laughs> because it's a lot of money, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So... I want to give a shout out to Sherrod Park Ford because ultimately the vehicle that I got was in Calgary. Yeah, yeah. And the dealer in Calgary wouldn't dealer transfer it to Sherrod Park Ford because they're like, if Mike wants to buy it, they can come buy it from us. So uh. Sherrod Park Ford actually got me another $5,000 off great deals that I already had. Yeah. But they had to call Ford in order to do the dealer transfer because the Calgary dealer wouldn't sell the vehicle to Sherrod Park Ford. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, wow, they really went above and beyond for you. Well, that's so nice. I ended, yeah, I ended up getting a fully loaded Ford Expedition Limited Max mm. for $62,000, which is a hell of a deal. That's a steal. Good for you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, stickers like 86. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what a sweet what a, deal. What a good job. Good job, Mike. Yeah. 21 dealerships. Yeah. yeah. That's that's commitment, too. Yeah, <laughs> that is commitment. Well, that's like another two years of car payment. So if you think about it, why not? Oh, exactly. Yeah. No. Look at that. It's worth a shot and it worked yeah. for you. Okay, yeah. thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Bye. Right. Bye-bye. Listen to this text here, 56789. says, Mars, I'm the same as you. I would rather just not buy it than try to negotiate. <laughs> You'd rather not buy it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll walk away. My partner, on the other hand, huge negotiator, even on the littlest thing. For example, Christmas last year, I really wanted this beautiful pre-lit LED wreath from Home Depot. And of course, it wasn't on sale. It was regular price. So mm-hmm. I said, nah, let's just walk away from it. My partner said, no, 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 give me a second. He went to the manager and said, look, man, this is the only wreath my wife wants. Is there anything you can do to save my, on my wallet a little bit? Mm. <laughs> the manager hawed and hawed, and my partner was like, come on, come on, it's Christmas, it's Christmas. <laughs> we got 20% off. Hey! Yeah! At Home Depot? It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to all the stores to try this now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on, come on. Is there anything you can do? <laughs> This text here, 56789, says, I was going to buy a microwave from Costco. My dad came with me. When he saw the sticker price of $250, he told me to take a walk. Mm-hmm. I ended up paying 75 for it. Oh, wow. How what do you dicker at Costco? At Costco? I have no idea. I thought it was ironclad there. Oh, now. New uh, challenge. Uh-oh, new challenge. <laughs> Can I come with you? Yeah, right? <laughs> They just see us walking in. They're like, oh, God, no. Not these two. (laughs) Like, do you look for, like, are you looking for, like, dents or scratches? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you grab a box that's a little caved in or something. I don't know. Just bring your full card up to customer service. Yeah. I want a discount. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be here a while. We're going to work on this. They're going to put your two pictures up at every till and be like, do not dicker. Let me dicker on the queso. (laughs) Do not dicker. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like someone put their fingers in the queso already. And it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, Dorothy's hanging on here. How you doing, Dorothy? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, in your relationship, you're not the one to really negotiate. Your hubby, though, he loves a good dicker with the sticker, eh? Oh, my goodness. Does he ever. <laughs> we went on a Hawaiian cruise to uh, last year to the islands, and 
of course, going to Hawaii, you're stuck on the ship for six days. Sure, yeah. And uh, we went into the jewelry shop, and my husband loves to buy me jewelry. I'm running out of fingers. I said, no, 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 I don't need any. Yeah, yeah. And he's seen this. I don't know if you heard of Effie Jewelry. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 uh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, they were selling it in there, and he found this. It's like a knotted ring with black diamonds and brown diamonds. And and I looked at the price, and I'm going, seven grand? Are you kidding? No, honey. No, 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 no. Yeah, right? And that all, all of a sudden, he brings the, room to, or the ring to the room, and here's the ring, and I, my heart stopped. He goes, no, babe. I got it for three thousand dollars. So they dropped from seven to three. Wow, that is quite the fifty percent. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So another couple that was on the ship said, "Yeah, you can get the jewelry for under half price here." Damn. That's wow. That's good to know for anyone going on a cruise ship. Dicker with the sticker. Oh, absolutely. Like, in our jeweler uh, where we live, he said, you never go by the sticker. They just put a sticker on and you can sticker down. Yeah. That's, just, jewelry that's just a recommended price. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So my husband, everywhere he goes, he wants to dicker everything. And I just stay in the background and go, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love yeah. it. Good. Thanks, Dorothy. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So if you guys have been sitting outside this weekend, maybe even to watch the meteor shower that happened on Saturday night, did you find yourself being eaten alive by mosquitoes? Oh, they're so bad. They're so bad right now. Yeah, right? Like, I think it was awful. Uh, Friday night. It was like a beautiful evening. The wind died down. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to uh, light a fire in the backyard. And I go out there, and within three seconds, I probably had like 50 mosquitoes all over my hands. I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, this is Manitoba style. What the hell is going on? <laughs> they were really, there really bad. so many mosquitoes. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody with the amount of rain that we've had over the last couple of weeks. It looks like there is now like a second strain of oh, mosquitoes yeah. that Super. are being hatched. So if you're going to be outside... Maybe even just like standing in a soccer field watching the kids play. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Oh, man. I, even last night to look at that uh, beautiful sunset, pop into the backyard yeah. for like one minute and we're our like, legs just got chewed apart. Yeah, we're like, let's get inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was that was fun. I did some gardening yesterday. I'm going to try to do a bit of a fall crop. So I uh, was out working, pulling plants and then planting seeds. And I have the worst bites on my ankles. Oh. I was wearing I was wearing sandals and yeah. um, like yoga pants. Yeah. Ooh. This round of mosquitoes, like normally early on in the season, you can feel when they bite you. Yeah. The tail end mosquitoes are sneaky. Right? Yeah. You cannot feel until they are almost done sucking you dry. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then you itchy. Oh, God, it's horrible. Ugh. I'm covered in bites. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just mosquitoes that we all have to wear worry about it is also um wasps apparently you're going to start to see more and more wasps as we move through august that's just uh i guess the way that it is now these pests are attracted to sweetness they can be seen buzzing around food or garbage or hey if you open a beer you're doing you know chilling after you mow the lawn yeah you're going to start to see some wasps so wasp season is here by the way what kind of wasps do we have in canada well apparently we have lots of different kinds um and there's many different species too, mm-hmm. which is uh, interesting. Hornets, a close relative to yellow jackets, uh, apparently didn't used to be in Canada. Oh, really? But uh, like, I mean, we've had them for years, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But they're not native to Canada. Huh? 
which is uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the difference between a wasp, yellow jacket, or hornet? Nope. I feel like I know the difference between a wasp and a hornet. I think they they look dramatically different. Here in Canada, we have the German yellow jacket, which is a European species that was accidentally introduced to our country mm-hmm. a long time ago. Right? Gross. Like, there's there's a big difference, isn't there? Oh. Yeah, that's what we have. Now, the good news about wasps is that they are pollinators like bees and butterflies, which means they do play a positive part in ecosystems. However, similar to other pollinators, their biggest threat is habitat loss. But Well, they're just terrible. Why do they have to be... St- well, they're good. They Why can't we live together? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I don't know. awful. It is awful. All right. For those of you who are going to be chilling outside, uh, maybe you are going to be cracking a beer. Maybe you're going to be cracking a bag of chips. What is your favorite flavor of chips? Someone decided to rank um, the Canadian flavored chips. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they threw hickory sticks in there. They threw hickory sticks in there as a chip. I do love a hickory stick. I'm going to let it slide. I get repeats on that now, though. Mm. Like you get like um, I get a little like a heartburn, a little indigestion on oh, the do hickory. You, a hickory. I, I used to love hickory sticks. I, really? I still do actually. I'll just have to eat um, a tub of Gaviscon. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but I think I like the hickory stick because the bag is heavy. Yeah, there's a lot of hickory stick in there. They pack a lot in those bags. Oh, big time! Yeah, hickory sticks uh, are Canadian. Yeah, and they came in at number. Uh, number 10. Oh, number I thought you were going to say number one. No, yeah, I, thought, like, I thought it was wow, six. I was like, that wow. is way too high. <laughs> that is way, way, way too high. I change like every six months with uh, a favorite chip. Because for a while there, I was all old Dutch Mexican chili. Mm. So good. I love those. And then I just stopped. And then I go on to loads of ketchup. So good. Drop that. And then I go into my Lay's kick of yeah. Lay's salt and vinegar. Mm. Drop that once my tongue is burnt. Right. And then I go Lay's regular. Oh. Lay's original. I like a re- Lay's original. The yeah. original ones are yeah. hands down my favorite. Yeah. Me too. We have a bag of them at home right so now. So do we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're good. Hayden thinks they're too salty. Oh, really? He's like, we need to get the lightly salted version. I'm like, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Oh. The reason I bought them is because they're so salty and that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anytime I pop into Home Depot, if I'm grabbing something, mm-hmm. I get a bag of original A's. Yeah. <laughs> original A's. They're, you know what? They're they're really good cold. Yeah. Like, like if frozen? You, if you, yeah, freezer or fridge oh. for a little bit. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. They're no. so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I said that this was 10 chips. I'm sorry, guys. This is actually just five. So oh. it's not it's not 10. So coming in at number five, hickory sticks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming in at number five. Coming in at number four, and this might surprise people on how low down it is on the list, ketchup. Yeah, I'm not a ketchup chip gal. Really? Never I, have been. I thought it would have been higher than yeah. like, you know, with hickory sticks at the bottom. Sure, yeah. But here we are. Hmm. I don't mind a ketchup chip. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of it. You don't mind, but you don't love? I don't. Like a loads I, of just, ketchup. A loads of, I, I'm, like I think I don't, I'm over the ripple. I don't want, uh, like it's I don't too want. too thick. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I'm over a ripple. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. want ketchup flavor in any other chip. I just go for the loads the of Lays the is, ripple. The Lay's is... No. Some of the other ketchup chips, uh, I find they're a little too vinegary. Yeah. Like even all dressed. I, I dabble in all dressed oh, periodically, all dressed. but a lot of times it's just oh. it's a little too vinegary. I like vinegary. all dressed too. No, I like the vinegary because it like makes you salivate so hard. <laughs> I agree. And it like makes under your tongue kind of like 
mm, do that little thing. Yeah. So good. So yeah, you're, yeah. you're picking all dressed over ketchup all day long? Oh, easily. Yeah. Mm. I Ketchup chips are the only chips in our house that Hayden can buy that I won't touch. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in at number three, Miss Vicky's sea salt and malt vinegar. Oh, God. Those are so good. Yeah. Canadian chip brand. Mm. They are good. Miss Vicky's is hit and miss. Why? Really? I don't know. Like, is it I'll, the kettle chip? Yeah, I'll, I'll eat them for a bit, and then I'm like, you know what? I don't think I like this right now. Oh, I like the thicker chip. Yeah. I like it to go mm-hmm. when you bite into it. Mm. I know I'm not a huge fan of pickles, but has anybody had the spicy dill? Oh, my God. It's so good. No, who's making that one? Miss Vicky's. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to try it. The I, chip guy that comes to our building? Yeah. Um, he gifted Kat and I a little tiny bag of the spicy dill... Uh, Miss Vicky's chips. Oh, okay. Holy crap, are they good? Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't like spicy, but I inhaled that. Yeah, loved them. Getting you addicted, seeing empty out that vending machine. He knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> and coming in at number one on this list for the best Canadian chips, the one and only Haley just said it. All dressed. Oh my God, they're so good. Coming in at number one. Number one. <gasps> number one. They what? are so good. I've been to so many like parties and stuff. No one's thrown out all dressed chips. You are going to the wrong parties. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right up there with Tang Town when you put ketchup in your mac and cheese. Oh, same level of Tang. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming in at number one, the all dress. So there's huh. the there's the top five voted on. Um, people are screaming, "Where's Hawkins cheesies?" They're not chips. Oh, this is chips. That's not considered a chip. No, it's a cheesy. It's in the chip aisle. It's not a chip. It's a cheesy. Not made with potato. Like in the grocery aisle, it says chips. Too and bad. And Hawkins cheesies. Um, the hickory sticks are potato chips. Chopped up. Huh. Interesting. So not cheesies. And, and no Pringles on that list, eh? Uh, no, these are just pretty much flavors. Yeah. Right? And mm. yes, no, no, nobody eats Pringles. I love Pringles. No. no. What? Uh-uh. The only time I've ever had Pringles is on a plane. Yeah, because they sell I'm them in the little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's close to chips, I guess. <laughs> like, I love okay. a good Pringle. I can go through a whole tube of Pringles. Because aren't Pringles, we, remember we had that story it's in the like news. It's like potato paste. Yeah, they're made out of dried potato flakes, not raw slices. Yeah. So they're just that's like. that's fine. That's how you get the perfect chip. They're just, they're pressed together, mm-hmm. dried potato yeah. flakes. Thank you, Terry. Terry loves Pringles, too. Terry, mm. get out of here. What about crispers? Uh, crispers are crackers. They're not chips. <laughs> I love the all-dressed crispers. Oh, that, yeah, I do love the all-dressed those, those are incredible. Yeah, they are fantastic. Mm, but not chips. Hmm. Yeah, I like the uh, the ranch crispers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are good, too. God, yeah. those are so good. Yeah, mm. those are good. I could eat a whole bag of them. Mm. Agreed. All right, guys. I've got some sad hair news to report today. Morgan Wallen parted ways yeah. with his yeah. beloved mullet. Morgan best. Balden. Yeah. <laughs> what was the thing that you were showing me yesterday, Crash? Oh, the, um, because uh, what's uh, what's his big song? Oh, last night I let the yeah. Clippers talk. Yeah, yeah. last <laughs> night I let the Clippers talk. Last night we let the Clippers talk. I'm not talking about a simple haircut here. He shaved his head bald. He took it all off. He said he was done with it. He said he was done with it. Oh. He debuted his new look on Friday in Columbus, Ohio. After for performing for a bit, he stopped and told the crowd, before we go any further, I don't like my long hair anymore, so I shaved it off. Mm-hmm. Now, there's videos making the rounds, and even though he's wearing a ball cap, you can see that his head is shaved pretty clean, mm-hmm. which is, uh, well, good for him. Yeah, he took it right down. Fans say, though, that they are now grieving the loss of Morgan's mullet. Some people say uh, that they're upset by it. Why? 
why would he shave his mullet? More importantly, a woman says, quote, why would he do this to me? <laughs> well, he had some good flow going on. He had some on. good he flow. Did. Yeah. He had some good flow. Mm-hmm. Would you ever, ju- Crash, you've got long hair. Oh, yeah, I'm cutting it. Oh, you are going to cut it? Yeah, I'll cut it. When? I don't know. I'm, I'm just done. Would you shave it like no, Morgan, I'm though? I'm not shaving it. No. No. No, I'm not letting the Clippers talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah. No, no, I'm good. Because it's just hair. It'll grow back. Uh-huh. But yeah, people were pretty One pretty people depressed are, over his mullet. A lot of people on TikTok, too, like they're analyzing why he did this. And then a lot of people are wondering, too, is this the end of the mullet era? Oh, God, I hope so. No. Our boss is growing one, and I just, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's like, I'm growing a mullet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that, that works for a program director of two radio stations. <laughs> <laughs> Attending all the, the really important meetings. Represent us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Oh, what can you do? He yeah. was so proud when he showed me his mullet. Oh, and I, yeah, uh, yeah. I started tearing him right down. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in my house. But it might be the end of the mullet era now. It might be. Yeah. All right, earlier this morning, we talked about Cotton Eye Joe interrupting a Canadian Open tennis match. And we said that pretty much you're going to hear that song sometime during someone's wedding reception. Mm-hmm. When you do go to a wedding, you pretty much assume that you're going to hear certain songs like Cotton Eye Joe, uh, like ABBA's Dancing Queen, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So uh, someone reviewed 100,000 wedding-related playlists on Spotify to find the most popular songs. And here are the most popular wedding songs. Now, this isn't Walk Down the Aisle. This isn't First Dance. This is just songs that are going to be played yeah. at your reception. Mm-hmm. You guys will never guess number one. You, I'm just going to say it because you're never going to guess it. Uh, party vibe, country, pop. What is it? It is not country. It is pop. It is old pop. Old pop. Old pop. Um, party vibe. I guess. And it's shocking. Uh, you just. I don't think either of you. You'll never guess it. It's Madonna, a f- like a virgin. It is not Madonna, <laughs> and also I love that song. I would play that at my wedding. Yeah. Okay. It's not Madonna. Like, that would be. My, I'd walk down the aisle. <laughs> I made it through the wilderness. Yeah, was like, great. She ain't a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> the dress should not be white. <laughs> <laughs> it probably like, wouldn't be, but like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it is in fact Whitney Houston's "I Want to Dance with Somebody." Oh, that's a great song. coming in at number one. That's really? the most popular on wedding playlists. Is "I Want to Dance with Somebody"? Yep, it is a great song. I'm trying to think, any weddings that this I've been song at. did not play at Haley's. I know that. Yeah. This wouldn't have played at my cousin's wedding either. No. No. No, that was strict country. That was all. And Cotton Eye Joe played four times at your cousin's wedding. It was a hit. Yeah, it sure did. (laughs) Back by popular demand. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing everybody onto the dance floor. Is this like Uh, the end of the night? Oh no, this is No, no. This is right, like in the middle. Right in the middle when all the girlies yeah. are half finished their white claws. Yeah. yeah. And they got their dancing shoes on. Yeah. And they got mm-hmm. that kind of wonka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they lost drinking. An eye. Yeah. 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 They're either barefoot or yeah. they're in some sort of flat and the heels are everywhere else. Yeah. And they're all coming in here. Yeah. Yeah. They're ready to scream the chorus. <laughs> There you go. This sense. is it. Yeah. I want to feel with somebody. 
There you go. Mm. <laughs> number one. Number for, one. Number one for wedding reception songs. <laughs> yeah. Coming in at number two, Marry You by Bruno Mars. That one's that still one's popular. Still, right? It's stuck around. Huh. And coming in at number two, it's the big one that everybody wants to hear mm-hmm. and everybody wants to dance to. You guys remember this song, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is also, like Haley said, middle of the middle reception. Of the, yeah. mm-hmm. the girlies are all drunk. They mm-hmm. put down their white claws. Oh, no, they bring their white claws. Oh, yeah, my you God, don't... I know this song, Becky! Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. When I get married, I'm going to play this on my wedding, too! Yeah. Yeah. It's coming in at number two. Coming in at number three. Yeah. Usher featuring Lil John and Ludacris. Great wedding song. That, it is a, it's a good wedding that, song. Yeah. That brings everyone on the floor. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. This is, this is a little later. So grandma and grandpa have gone home. Oh, yeah. Even I'm making it on the floor us. with this. Yeah, that's right. And this is when the floor gets covered in liquor because yeah. I go out with my gin and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is like, Crash, Crash doesn't dance all night until this one comes on. <laughs> Yeah. And I have no gin left in my glass. No, there's none. No, there's nothing left. You're holding the glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the floor is soaking wet. The floor is soaking wet. (laughs) That'd be fun. This one did play at Haley's wedding. Because Crash danced to it. Yeah, yeah. Guaranteed I did. Oh, yeah. For sure you did. I was outside smoking dubes the majority of my wedding. I do not know what music played. Yeah. It was fun, really. There was a dance. <laughs> yeah, I know you missed your wedding, but it was fun. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was good. I was being a degenerate with my cousins. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was good. Uh, number four. This one surprised me a little bit. "Shut Up and Dance" by Walk the Moon. Oh, this is a great song. Coming in at number four for top wedding playlists at the reception again. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I've just heard it too much. But I guess you can, yeah, you can dance and sing along to it. You can. Yeah. So people have fun. Yeah. Shut up and dance with me. So Crash loves it. You can hear him. Yeah, you can hear him. Uh, next on my list coming in at number five is Ed Sheeran and Perfect. That's a slow one, right? Yeah, it is. If you play slow music, though, at well, your... Sometimes you need a slow music and uh, you get everyone touching each other. Yeah, oh, I, is that what you do? Well, yeah, that's the oh, point of I it. guess. Yeah, can't, can't be bops all night. No. Oh, it should be bops all night. Because this like kills the room. Well, no, but it, the people that want to like go clubbing, this then is, this is a time to go get new drinks. No, this is the song that plays before Grandma and Grandpa go home, so mm-hmm. they can go out and do so, their slow dance. Oh. They get their nice slow dance in. Yeah, take pictures. And, yeah, because like I feel with slowed songs at a wedding, you have to have like ones that everybody kind of knows. Yeah. Like "Fishing in the Dark" is a good slow dancing song at oh, weddings because yeah. it's not quite this low of but, a tempo. But isn't "Fishing in the, the Dark" is fast? You and me go fishing, fishing in the dark. Dark. That's not like it's it's slow in air quotes. Haley slow dances to fishing in the dark. <laughs> I do. I did that at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> in Macrocks. Uh, let, let me try that one. Yeah. No, it's. I guess it's slower. It's slower. This is such. A I, I see what you're saying. It's slower. It's slower. Like this is the slow song you play at a wedding. Lazy coming up to oh, Yeah, two stepping. <laughs> I don't know what Crash is doing. <laughs> two stepping. <laughs> I don't know. You just go with the flow, Mars. Ready, get ready. <laughs> 
Mummers. So upset. Cross the field where the turns back by the old When I had my dry needling done, they were also playing country music. <gasps> yes. And I thought to myself for a brief second that my life could, at this moment could not get any worse. <laughs> did, you think, did you think you were in purgatory, maybe? I did. <laughs> like, oh my God, did I? Die? No, I thought I was in straight up hell. <laughs> I get what Haley's saying. Grandma, grandma and grandpa can go out and yeah. dance yeah. to this. Yeah. But this is as slow as you want your wedding to go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's as slow as you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. All right. This text here at 5679 says, I went to Cook County on Saturday. This song came on. Not one person was slow dancing. Yeah, the vibe at Cook County in a wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. is very different. Oh, it's very different. <laughs> was that a remix? I'm going to say this was a humping song. Yeah. <laughs> at Cook County. That's a grinding song. <laughs> Big time. You and me, Cook <laughs> Good God, what's happening with this dance floor? Somehow they're twerking to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do what you can. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. And some runner-ups of On Everybody's Wedding Reception Playlist includes Spice Girls and Wannabe. Yes. Crazy in Love, Beyonce featuring Jay-Z. That's a great song, too. Dancing Queen by ABBA. And, of course, The Killers and Mr. Brightside. Mm. Just because everybody, I guess, can sing along to it. Sure, yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it totally works. You can scream (laughs) it. All right, let's head off to Winnipeg for this story here. We're a Winnipeg transit driver with a knack for safe cracking. Oh. is being celebrated after unlocking a mysterious old safe in a Baltimore bookstore last oh, week. Cool. So this safe is believed to be at least 75 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was already in the building when Emma's bookstore took over the space last year. Now the store tried to open it. Like Emma, everybody was like, we own this bookstore. Yeah. They couldn't open the damn safe. Mm-hmm. So they issued a challenge online saying, if you can crack a safe. Yeah. Come on down. Oh, cool. Let's see if you can open it. And Winnipegger Rick Amanzi, Amanzini rather, said, I'm going to do it. Apparently, he took up safe cracking as a hobby 12 years ago. Mm. He heard about the challenge and he went on down. He even crowdfunded in order to get down to oh, the area. Wow, okay. <laughs> he needed $1,300 for airfare yeah. to get to Baltimore. And in four days, people were like, go crack that safe, Rick. People love a good <laughs> safe cracking. It's so interesting. If I had known about this, I would have given them my money, too. <laughs> what? what did they... What did they... I don't even think there was a prize. I think it was just a challenge. Well, the challenge is opening it. And yeah. what's in this old safe that hasn't been opened And what do you say? It's 70 years old? 75 years. Yeah. So Rick from Winnipeg flew to Baltimore to tackle the safe that was in the wall at Emma's bookstore. He spent five hours on that first day trying to crack the safe. Did he have like the stethoscope and like... I think so. Yeah. By the way, he didn't open it. (gasps) No. The store closed for the day. He went back to his hotel and was like, what am I going to do here? He checked with his online group. So he was, he's like, you know, in a club. Sure. Got on his keyboard. He's like, hello, how do I crack this safe? Uh He said, these guys have way more knowledge about types of locks. So... Everybody online mm. started to rally around Rick and say, try this, try I'll this, try that. Hot tips. The next day when the store opened, Rick yeah. was already outside with a cup of coffee. He said, he said, Emma, let me in there. Yeah. Let me in. Mm. He went in, spent all day <laughs> turning the saves down. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and listening for imperfection in the gears. Uh-huh. He said for 10 hours, he was touching that dial. His hands turned black from the brass. Oh That's God. how long. <laughs> Finally, 10 minutes until Emma's bookstore closes, yeah. 
Rick unlock the safe. Yes! Oh, I love a good Kraken story. Get this, though. He tested the door to make sure it would open, and it would. Yeah. And the store owner said... Time to go. We're closed. Oh, shut up. They kicked him out. So they had to wait until the next morning to look inside. No. Oh. Why would you do that? Well, I don't know. Are I don't you, know. If it's open, open it. No. Oh, you were had they trying to do, to do like a big fanfare thing? Like, Maybe. Uh, like invite the, news, the community. Yeah. The news for sure. Yeah. To the yeah. news. To the news. So the next morning, Rick showed up. Yeah. Coffee in hand right before Emma's bookstore opened. Emma unlocked the door. Yeah. Big crowd, uh-huh. the news. Yeah. They went in, and Rick was allowed to open the door to the safe. Yeah. And what was in there? <gasps> Money bags, jewels. Oh, 75 years of rubies. Nothing. Nothing? I bet you they cleared it out. You know what? Yeah. I don't like the fact that they told Rick to beat it, and we'll do it but tomorrow. But Rick wasn't going to get the contents of the safe anyway, so yeah, it doesn't matter. They, I bet you it was loaded with cash. Yeah. It was empty wooden drawers, paper clips. And one old pay stub, which from 75 years ago, mm. I guess it'd be a handwritten pay stub. I guess. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm going to say after Rick left and they're like, stores closed, we'll do it tomorrow. Someone went in and took out any sort of valuable. Yeah. There could have been cartons of cigs in there. You never would have known. <laughs> 75 year old cigs. Mm. Oh, they'd be so dry. They'd oh. be so dry. We'd be coughing. <laughs> So, nonetheless, Rick is now online saying that if anybody has an old safe that they want open to give him a call. Hmm. He said, quote, I'm not going to promise I'm going to get it open, but I'm going to come and try. That is sweet. It's too bad there was nothing in there. Yeah, there was nothing in there. Mm -hmm. Was he let down? Uh, He said, I know from experience... There's really never anything in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of these stories end with yeah. nothing in the safe. Apparently, the store owner was very excited. They thought there was going to be like pirate treasure in there. Yeah. yeah. And I then there was the nothing. Thing. Well, they weren't excited enough to open it when he cracked it. Rick said most people think that safes are filled with gold and diamonds and that that's simply just not true. Hmm. So here's what I want to know from you guys. And remember, we're giving away that $500 gift card to Kingsway Mall just for joining the conversation this morning. So join the conversation. Give us a shout, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to talk about old safes and cracking a safe. Yes. Did you, I don't know, buy a property and there was a safe in the basement? Were you able to get it open? Mm -hmm. Did you hire somebody to get it open? Maybe you know how to crack safes. Do you agree with Rick? Most of the time, are they empty? Because you see on TV, like uh, in the storage wars craze, they open a storage locker and there's a safe in there and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then they get a safe cracker to come in and they open it. And usually, yeah, there's not too much going on in there. Have you, can you buy, um, I feel like your dad would have bought safes at an auction. Oh yeah. They're on, like you can't get in them. Yeah. And then you just take a blowtorch to them, cut them open. Is that what you do? Yeah. Any ever anything in a safe? Nothing. Nothing. See? Nothing. Rick from Winnipeg was right. Yeah, we've cut our fair share of safes open as kids. Mm. Nothing in there. So what do you do with so your dad spent money on an auction buying a safe? It's a gamble though. Oh boy. One time it'll be loaded with rubies. He's a gambler man, huh? (laughs) All right. Do you have a safe in your house right now? And you're Mm. like, I don't know what's in there. Uh, maybe you had to blowtorch open a safe. Maybe like Crash, your dad bought safes at an auction. Sure, yeah. Was there ever anything in it? Do you know how to crack a safe? Let us know. This this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. If you're just joining us, the conversation we're having is about um I don't know, picking a lock. 
busting into a safe? Mm-hmm. Was there ever anything in there? A Winnipeg transit driver with a knack for safe cracking is being celebrated after he unlocked a mysterious 75-year-old safe in a Baltimore bookstore last week. The woman who owns the bookstore couldn't get the safe open, so put the call out online. Rick from Winnipeg flew down there, opened it, and it was empty. He said that in his pick, like lock picking, safe picking days, most mm. of the time, everything is empty. That w- which is too bad. Like it could have been in like a, an old yeah. diary. That would have been neat. Yeah. Even an old book. Even Yeah. Like something old timey. A photo. Yeah. Because oh. it's 75 years old. Yeah. So we want to know if you've ever, um, I don't know, found an old safe, an old room. Did you pick locks? Were you able to get into it? Yeah. If you bought a house, like an old timey house, sure. did it have a locked door or locked compartment somewhere? You just kick that open, right? Oh yeah. You bust it open. Bust it open. See yeah. what's, what's, what was in there? Mm-hmm. Was it empty? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to, uh, uh, Roderick hanging on. How you doing, Hi. Roderick? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Hi, good. we're good. Um, what's your, uh, run-in with a safe, a locked safe? Was it yours or someone else's? It wasn't mine. It was my great uncle's and he, uh, he gave it to a few of my cousins and I at a family reunion because he said like, ah, it's, it's been closed for years. He had, he couldn't remember what was in it. Oh, cool. Oh, oh man. And? And, uh, so, I mean, we were all like... 15 and under I think I was like 9 So we went up to a Two story balcony And uh, dropped it Onto a concrete <laughs> Yeah that's what you do And yes. it, it definitely opened We broke it And uh, just papers Went everywhere Just a bunch of Old documents Oh Nothing of it importance It a little bit Of a letdown But breaking the Dropping the safe Off of a balcony Was fun Was it like a big Cast iron safe or a little, a little guy. No, it was like it was like the size of a microwave. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. all right, yeah, all right. sure. Yeah, it wasn't like a big, thick, heavy one. It was more of the thin ones. It was still heavy for sure, but it, I mean, but I was also nine, so everything was heavy. Yeah. Did it damage the concrete <laughs> down below? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, it did. Yeah. What was what was on the papers? Like, do you know, or like, you were a kid, so you uh, didn't I've, care. I was a kid, but I, from what I'm, from what I can remember, they were just old like document, banking documents and stuff. Yeah. And they ended up, they ended up going in the fire that yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. God, like, it would have been cool if it was like rubies and gold and like coins. A, oh, it would have been neat. Your uncle's Man. Rolex. Like, come yeah, on. That's, that would have been <laughs> rad. Yeah. What a cool story. Thanks, Roderick. Thanks, Roderick. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Bye bye. Like Rick from Winnipeg said, though, in his like safe cracking days, they're always empty. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think, like if, right? uh, uh, like if I died, I have, I have a safe. Uh, if I died many years later, thirty years later, someone's like, oh, let's get in that safe. In reality, like there's a little bit of traveling cash and passports. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I don't have anything of like crazy value in there. No, you. There's. We don't really own things. Like we don't own art. Yeah, yeah like there's no. Yeah, it's not filled with boxes of jewels. No, we don't, don't own boxes of jewels. I don't have luxury watches in there. No. no, all it's got is my uh, my passport, and my birth certificate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it, and it's yeah. in a fireproof safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, like, if your birth certificate burns, you no longer exist. Yeah, you're done. That's the rule. Interesting. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This text here, 56789, says, note to self, put a picture of Mars and a random treasure map in a safe and drop it off in a random place. Please do that. Yes. That would be awesome. That'd be Mm -hmm. so funny. That'd be so weird. do it. It's Mars and then a map. And, like, what does the map lead to? Nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> they dig up a, a public park. <laughs> Thanks for digging up my garden. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'll go on the radio and be like, Rick said there's never anything in yeah. there. Told you, you I idiot. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, 780 down 469 if you want to chime in. Um, Marianne, how are you doing? Good. Excellent. Oh, my God. You have a safe at home and you don't know how to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> no, how did you get this safe? So um, my husband had it before I moved in. Yeah. And we just kept, like, our important documents in there, like, nothing special. Yeah. And anytime we traveled, I'd have to ask him to open it, because I was like, I don't know how to get in there. I can't remember the code, and the passports are there. Oh, my God. So when he proposed, and we looked at the receipt, because we have warranty on it, I yep. saw that he bought it months ago. And I was like, where did you hide this ring? Because, like, I looked for it around the house for it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, I knew you would look. So I hid it in the safe because you couldn't get in. <laughs> it's the perfect spot because you don't know how to get in the safe. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No cracker, so it was safe there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that is great. It's a, it's a, it's a newer safe, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, electronic codes. Yeah. yeah. Did he finally give you all the codes for it? Yes, I have them written down now, so I can get in. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, that's good news. Oh, what a, what a great thing. Okay, thanks, Marianne. <laughs> no problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that's another thing. Do you have a safe in your house and only one person knows the code? I'm that's just trying to think if I know the code to ours. I think I do. Oh, yeah, you totally do. Okay, I'm yeah, right then yeah, on what I think opened, it is? Yeah, okay. you've opened it num- numerous okay. times. All right. Uh, yeah, is that cool? No. No. Because <laughs> then what's in the damn safe? I'll throw it off the balcony. <laughs> right? right. Work for Roderick. Like if you were denied access, uh, if you were denied access to your safe in your house, that's weird, right? Yeah, it is weird. This text here, 5678 says, good morning. My dad passed away years ago and he had a safe in his closet. My stepmom didn't know the code. He never gave it to her. Oh. So my sister and I broke into it. We did exactly what Roderick did. We threw it over the balcony. (laughs) It smashed onto the pavement below and it opened up. Inside the safe was the following. Pennies. Pennies? Old receipts from buying smokes. (laughs) Why is he saving that? (laughs) Was he not supposed to be smoking so he hides the receipts? I'm guessing. And a playboy with Shannon Doherty as the centerfold. Oh, wow. Wow. What a weird combination of stuff in there. Wow. Hmm. I mean, yes, he probably shouldn't have been smoking. He was hiding yes, that from his... Let's throw the receipts out. Yeah, he put them in the safe. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Oh, man. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey, guys, we bought a house with a safe in it. We were able to crack it as well. It was kind of old and rusty. We just took the screws out of the door. Oh. Oh, so it was an older. Opened it up. There was nothing in it except for an old $1 bill. Oh. Ah. Oh. Mm. So... Uh, out of all the stories that have rolled in, not a single person has opened a safe, cracked a safe with something good in it. Here, I've got one. Oh, okay. Heidi from Pigeon Lake. She says, hey guys, my dad lived in Texas, and when he died, I had to liquidate his house. He was a prepper, so he had two safes. Oh. We had to hunt for the keys. Uh-huh. We found them hidden, and both safes were full of gold and silver <gasps> coins. Oh my God. To the amount of $500,000. He originally had them in, in the ground in PVC tubes. Wow. Thank God he moved them inside. It was a treasure hunt. Hmm. So he made like little mini like in-ground safes with tubes. Well, he was tubes. a prepper. Yeah, yeah. He was worried about something. 
the government coming the, after. At the end. The end. Everything's happening. Everything's good. Was gonna happen. Hmm. Wow. What a find. Good mm-hmm. thing you found those keys. Yeah. yeah. People want to know if the code to our safe is one zero two three. It no. is not. <laughs> That's the one code we do not use. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. do not use that one for anything. Beep boop beep. beep. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, who said that? <laughs> this text here five six seventy nine says, "I found a safe in an abandoned house down the road from my grandma's farm. We broke it open and nothing in it." Ah. Dang it. Most of the safe stories, like Rick from Winnipeg said, there's nothing in them. Do we need to start putting important things in there? Like, think, Maybe. About, think about the stuff that you have in your house of value. Like, that make you, it interesting. That you would never want it stolen. Why don't we put that in the safe? Mm-hmm. Like, you have some jewelry and stuff that if it yeah. was stolen, like, it, it adds up. It Why adds isn't up. it in the safe? I don't know. You're right. Mm a Pandora bracelet yeah. put Instead it in the like, safe leaves it all over the counter the yeah, sink there's just all dresser, really nearly. Just jewels everywhere yeah <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> you walk I in wish. the front door there's diamonds on the floor uh, just kicks them aside that's not true <laughs> oh, I wish yes. so <laughs> this text here says on my last job there was a safe in the back room from the previous owner the new owner said can you boys get rid of the safe we said sure so we shook it hmm my coworker and I could hear that there was something in there. Yes. So we spent forever shaking it upside down to try to get what sounded like an envelope out of that little, you know how that, it's got like a vent hole? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, after shaking it for one hour, we got the envelope out. Oh, yes. <laughs> in it, 120 bucks cash. Oh, all right, all right. That's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. They didn't bust open the rest of it? No, they didn't. They're like, yeah, we got 120 bucks. Good enough. Yeah, they split it between the two of them. <laughs> Ditch the safe. <laughs> Threw it in the landfill. Yeah. <laughs> that's someone else's treasure now. Done and yeah. done. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Why do we get crazy with safes? Or like doors that are locked? Why, why, why do we immediately think that it's a treasure? Oh, because we're curious and we want it to be treasure. Yeah. And like, I, I would pay top dollar for a locked box. How dumb is that? <laughs> <laughs> it and is I, dumb. And I have no idea what's in it, but I would give you top dollar. It's pretty And I'm dumb. the cheapest person ever, but take my money. This text here, 5679 says, hey guys, we bought a house that was built in 1981. It's an older house, but it does the job. We found a safe in the basement. Mm-hmm. My husband got so excited, did what crash said with a blowtorch he yeah. spent hours in the garage trying to open it finally when he was able to open it he yelled at me to get in the garage yes. he was finally gonna open the safe uh-huh. what was in it lego lego <laughs> although classic lego might be worth no something. it sounds like it was just lego oh it's just a random couple a random, random pieces. couple random pieces oh. no you're taking the blowtorch to a safe too is a gamble though because you don't want to burn the contents yeah mm-hmm. right like that if there sucks. is pictures or money you don't want to burn it yeah just lego pieces that but that's lego oh god you know the person who sold that house did that on purpose Oh, 100%. You think? They opened up the safe, threw some crap Lego yeah. in there, and then shut the door. Do like, you, the safe comes with the house if you pay an extra 10 yeah. yeah. Do you think that we, like, get all excited over it because of what we see in movies and TV shows? Yes, Absolutely. we all think we're on we're, like, quickly people run to the bedroom, yes. and they're like, they open it, and there's fat stacks of money. Yeah. Like, paper-bound money. There's a revolver in there. We're all looking for that treasure, right? That lotto win. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, most of the time is nothing and a velvet thing that has like a ruby necklace on it oh my god <laughs> that would be so cool right you open why it up why does that happen and it's got a cool name like eye of the ocean sure and it's like a diamond from like yeah yeah the yeah. rarest of the rarest rubies yeah mm. mm-hmm. 
Ray says it'd be so cool to open a safe. I'm with you, Crash. I'd pay big du- big bucks for one too. I know. Yeah. This text here five six seven eight nine says if anybody ever cracks my safe, they're going to be pretty bored. It's my divorce agreement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. sucks. Ooh. Hey, here's a hot tip: if you got a pile of junk that you want to get rid of, yeah, go buy a cheap safe on Amazon. And throw it in the mix and say you have to take everything. It includes a safe that I can't open. And people will buy it. And people yeah. will buy your pile of junk. Just, just post it on Kijiji. Safe that I can't open. It's yours if you can crack it. Yeah. But add it to junk that you want to get yeah. rid of. Yeah, you got to take all this. You got to take everything. Oh, it's all or nothing. Put all the junk in the safe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve from the South Side says my parents bought a large safe from an old bar in their town they grew up. Yes. 1.5 meters wide. 1.5 meters in length and 1.5 oh, in depth. That's, that's a, how big it that's is. That's a big boy. That's a big safe. They cracked it and everyone was excited. <gasps> All it contained, bank statements. Oh, it was probably a bank vault. Or a bank safe. Oh. Lame. Lame. There's nothing ever in it. I would buy, I have no place for it, but like a big old cast iron safe. Nope. What would what? I, what, well, I don't know what I would do with it, but I want it. We don't have any room for that. We and we don't room. have anything to put in it. What well, are we going to put in well, it? Well, we got to open it first. It better be locked. Because if I'm paying top dollar, I need a surprise. You are not going to crack a safe. Well, I'll, I'll get a cracker. A safe cracker to come in. No. We can put it in the studio here. We have a whole pile of junk. A, a giant ass safe. <laughs> we could make it like a thing once a week. One now yeah. family member gets to try and crack the safe. Yeah. Like, you get to crack it once a week. Yeah, it could be millions in there. Who knows? We add more money every week. Yeah. yeah. The longest radio contest ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes for like 15 years. We're like, nobody ever cracked the safe. I'm retired now. Three different format flips. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is playing old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember when we brought the safe in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 2023. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. We got to get out of here. Yes. It's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, make sure you keep joining the conversation all day because you can still enter to win that $500 gift certificate to Kingsway Mall for back to school. Oh, yeah. Sound good? Yeah. yeah. That was get a good Monday. It. That was good. That was good. Enjoy was the weather, guys. Enjoy the weather. It's going to be hot. We're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. You betcha. We'll see you then. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.